Welcome to the first episode of Eternal Champions. I'm your host and DM, Michael Trabacchino. Joining me today are my victims, I mean players, uh, <laughs> Ernie. Hey, how's it going? And Damien. Uh, what's going on? So before we embark on today's adventure, Ernie, care to tell us who you're playing and I'm, what you're playing? I am playing uh, Mirathal. He is a Hesplane Warlock. And you'll find out in the rest and play. Alright. And how about you, Damien? I'm playing, uh, you know, one of the best names ever, uh, Astraeus. He's a human artificer. Is that how you say it? Artificier. Artificier. Yeah. And that's, that's all you'll find out. That's all now. we need to know yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, before we started, I made you guys roll, basically, initiative rolls. There is no combat. Don't worry, guys. Don't sweat yet. That comes within the next few minutes. Hmm. Um, hmm. <clears throat> but Damien did come out on top with a natural 16, and you had an 11. So, yes. Damien, we'll start with your character. This okay. is essentially going to be your prologue. As okay. <clears throat> you stand within a forge. Uh-huh. Before you, an anvil, a hammer, stoked fire, mm. and several bars of iron and steel. From your experience, you already know what you want to do. You need to make something. But what will you forge? Hmm. Um. Can I sense anything evil or like having ill intentions around me, watching me? Like, do I sense anything? Give me a me? perception roll. Okay. Uh, perception or arcana? Sorry. Okay. Okay. Which would you prefer? Uh, you want me to do a saving one? No, just oh, add no. your proficiency bonus to it, yeah, or the bonus if you have one. Oh, thank you. Which one Would you say con or what? Arcana or perception. Okay, let's do arcana. That is, oh, it must have been fate. <laughs> I rolled it twice, and I got a 10 both times, so 14 total. 14? <clears throat> With your background, your, with your affinity for dealing with the arcane arts, you don't exactly sense anything of ill intent, but you do sense that there is something out there. It, it's something ineffable, more like a, a primeval force as opposed to a being itself mm -hmm. that gives you a very, <clears throat> not unsettling, but it, it does raise the hairs on the back of your neck a little bit. Okay. Just for that fact that you are being watched but you can't quite figure out by what okay all right so um i go uh i guess i pick up the hammer mm -hmm. and i um grab the iron bar and i check to see if there's any magic or anything on these things if there's like anything give me an arcana roll uh that'll be 11 total 11 total mm -hmm. you don't sense any magic okay. what you feel and what you're holding in your hand is very much just an iron bar okay Alright, so... Damn, what would I want to make? Let's see. Hmm. I... Okay. I start, uh... I start hammering at the iron bar to turn them into little pieces. Okay. <clears throat> Give me a... <laughs> <laughs> Give me an intelligence roll. Okay. 
That's my favorite <laughs> number. Natural one? No. Damn it. That's my favorite number. Ten? Yeah. Again? Yeah. That's like, what, the third one? Yeah. yeah. Hey, beats the natural ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> natural well, one, what, the hammer slips out of your hand, you get a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want me to add to it, sir? Uh, Just intelligence. an intelligence. Whatever your intelligence modifier is. And then this one, right? Uh, that'll be uh, 14. 14, man. Again, 14. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so as you begin hammering this iron bar, you are affecting its shape, mm -hmm. but you're not affecting it greatly. You feel like there's something that you aren't using that's provided to you that you need to do in order to make the iron bar more malleable. I look around to see if I see anything else. You see before you the great big forge in front of you oh, with the fire. Obviously, yeah, the forge, but there's like nothing else. Like you have all. I said the all the equipment okay. there. So, so you have the tongs. I you put have it in the forge to try to melt it a little <clears throat> so bit. So with the tongs, you put mm -hmm. the iron bar in the forge, and the metal begins to heat. And it heats. Takes about a few minutes, but the iron bar is now fully heated. Can I see if I can break it? Like hammer it. Hammering it? Yeah, so if I could break it. <laughs> Give me a strength check. This it's very uh I Okay. I, I know what I want to make with these things. It's just okay. I can't I don't really need them in big pieces. Fourteen. Fourteen? <laughs> At, no, your strength. Fourteen. Fourteen? My strength is zero. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I thought your strength was higher than that. No. Um <clears throat> getting your character confused with mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought you had a plus seven with your strength. I'm looking at my thing, like, oh, it's me. Um, <clears throat> so, fourteen. So as you're hammering this, you're seeing that the your what you're hammering doesn't exactly match what it should be, mm -hmm. based off of what you're exerting yourself physically. Mm -hmm. But instead, it's actually more taking shape into what you want it to be, and what you're thinking. Wow. Okay. So what shape is that? <laughs> Got it right. Into little ball bearings. Little ball bearings? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you spend a good few minutes <laughs> shaping this iron and cutting it, uh -huh. right, into small ball bearings. Uh -huh. <clears throat> you quench them. You let them cool. And then all the other iron and all the other tools disappear. Okay. Before you, rising out of the ground, is a stone pillar. And on that pillar is a hammer striking an anvil uh -huh. with sparks, a image of its striking sparks. Uh -huh. <coughs> the image itself begins to glow very brightly, like okay. if it were on fire. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh. That's it? Yeah. Just 12? <clears throat> you don't quite lose control of your faculties, mm -hmm. but something is drawing you towards this symbol. And you take your ungloved hand and you begin, you don't touch it yet, but you just hover it above and feel the warmth of it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, I'd try to stop myself from touching it if I could. Give me a wisdom. Okay. 20. Natural 20. Natural 20? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Something deep within you mm. prevents yourself from actually touching it. You're like, wait, this 
no, I, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So you're... We're, we're I drawing. don't want to touch it for now because I don't know what it is. Okay, so as you remove your hand, uh-huh. the glow that it once emanated dies. The stone pillar cracks and splits into two. Okay. Now we go to E. <clears throat> okay. You stand in a mausoleum. And before you is a vast pit. Give me a perception roll. Oh, do you have dark vision, by the way? Yes. Okay, give me a perception roll with advantage. Uh, 19. 19. Oh. So, <clears throat> you don't need to go much further. You go to the edge of this pit, and you see down before you just a massive charnel pit. Okay. And you know what a charnel pit is? That's in the uh, fire mass pit, right? It's a, it's a pit. <clears throat> just Basically, it's a pit of the dead, essentially. Right? It's just a series of skeletons, bones, skulls <clears throat> from a variety of different species. Um, some that you recognize, some that you don't, e- don't even think existed, right? You see these humanoid, dragon-looking, dragonoid-looking skeletons that you've never seen before, but yet you also see elvish, right? Or what you can allude to be elvish based off the length of the bones, and you also see what can be alluded to dwarvish and as well as human. <coughs> Rising out of the center of this pit is a stone. The stone has a symbol in it as well. Okay. The symbol is of a get ahead of yourself. Okay. Is of a tombstone with raven feathers or not raven feathers but wings, sorry, on each side as if the tombstone itself had wings. The AI hand So, as you step forward, you completely forget that there is no footing beneath you. Mm-hmm. And as you do so, you don't fall. Your foot finds purchase onto something. You still see the bones beneath your feet. But it's as if you're standing on a bridge. Do you proceed? The mistress matins, I continue on. <clears throat> you walk forward. You approach the stone. What do you want to do? You're right there, face to face with it. I reach out towards it. You no reach out? No hesitation. You just touch it? Touch it. There's a slight burn to your hand as you touch it, and you pull it away mm-hmm. after it's done. You endure the pain, because as you said, the mistress beckons for you. Yes. And on your hand is, like a brand, that symbol of the tombstone with the wings. And after you pull your hand away, the symbol's glow dies. It cracks, splits in two, and then you awaken. Okay. You. Mm-hmm. Damien, sorry, Astraos, <laughs> awaken to a very familiar sight. You are in what looks like a decrepit forge, as if this place fell to ill repute and was abandoned long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. No, Unlike the dream you just had now or vision, the fires aren't stoked. There are no iron bars there for you to meld into whatever you want them to be. No ball bearings, no hammer, no tongs, nothing. Mm-hmm. Just an empty forge. What would you like to do? And this is not where you went to sleep either the <laughs> night before. 
I'm not bound or anything, right? Nope, you are not bound. Hmm. Well, I would walk through the door, see if I could just get up and leave. Okay, so there's only one way in, mm -hmm. and essentially one way out. So you approach the door, and as you try to open it, it's locked. There are openings on the door that you can peer through to see if there's anything on the other side, if you like. Okay, I'll take a look. Give me a perception roll. Uh, 12. 12? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you peer through the small opening in the door, a small window, the glass broken. Mm-hmm. And you don't see anything in the hallway. The hallway very much resembles, basically mirrors what's going on in this room, right? It, it, it too, it gives off a very decrepit appearance. Hmm. Are there, okay, so the, I will try to look for other holes and stuff to see if I can see more from another side of the room. Okay, give me an investigation check. Uh, that'll be eight. Eight? Yeah. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you search this room. It takes you a while, but you do find that there is a small opening in the stonework of the wall itself. And you think possibly if, if you hit it hard enough, or use something to ram into it, you could probably make yourself a new doorway. Okay. Um, but before that, I want to check the rest of the room out. See if I can point anything that's of use to me or something, or if there's any more other creaks or something in there. Okay, give me an investigation room. All right. With see. advantage, because you searched the room for an opening already, so... Uh, 24. 24. Damn, nice. There we go. <laughs> <clears throat> so, you do find something else with upon investigating this room. On the other side of the room, far into the other side of the room, because this forge is huge. You can mm -hmm. tell that there are multiple furnaces, meaning that there, chances are there were multiple blacksmiths here, mm -hmm. right? And whatever they could have been making, it could very well have served like an army of some kind, potentially. What? You don't know, but that's the thought that comes to your head. You go to the other end of the room, and you do see a window. Or several windows, rather. And <clears throat> you open them. And you look down below. And what you see in the distance? Waves crashing against a cliffside face. Okay. So, I guess I'll go to where the, the area where I can hit hard enough. Okay. To open a new door. And I guess I'm making a new door. Okay, give me a strength check. Yeah, sure. Because the stones are very loose. You just need to get a good roll, and mm -hmm. you can literally hit the right one. And Seven. Seven? Yeah. You make a new door, <laughs> but it takes a while, and when you're done, your arms are sore. Okay. Right? Um, we're going to cut to E now. Okay. So, you awaken in a mausoleum. I look around. What do I see around the mausoleum? So in the mausoleum, you see vast amounts of empty graves, or where coffins would be, 
uh, bodies would be interned, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing. There are names. It shows death dates and birth dates, but there is nothing in there. No coffin, nothing. There is a doorway leading out, but the gate is closed. Whether it's locked or not, you don't know. And it leads out into a what looks like a large garden. Okay. The person I use, I raise my hand up. I remove my thumb to see if the mark is there. There is no mark there. But what you notice immediately upon removing the glove, the mark is actually on the top part of your glove, the opposite where the opposite of your palm, mm -hmm. it's on the glove itself. Okay. Interesting. I put the glove back on and I head towards the door. Mm-hmm. And uh I try to open it. The gate opens with ease. It creaks and you step out into the garden. The garden is unkempt, to say the least. No one has tended this garden for what you can assume as an elf for very well, maybe even centuries or even close to a millennia. Plants are overgrown. Trees are impossibly huge. Breaking through the skylight canopy above. Is it night? Daytime? What? It is nighttime. Nighttime. But the overcast above blocks you from seeing whether it is a full moon or if there is any phase of the moon out. Okay. We'll be cutting to Damien. <laughs> <clears throat> so, having made the new doorway to get out of your fern, uh, your forge, as it were, or forge okay. prison, what would you like to do? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in the room. I take a scan around the room. What do I see? So you're, you don't need to roll for this. Okay. You did a roll previously. It's a hallway. The hallway okay. very much resembles the room that you were in, the the forge that you were in essentially mm -hmm. it's very decrepit looking it looks very unkempt it looks as if no one has tended this for a while how old uh what type of race are you i'm Again? human you're human mm -hmm. uh as far as you know this could have been here maybe for hundreds of years okay. you know going off of your past your own knowledge as a human mm. um but you do see two paths one leading downstairs and one leading upstairs the one leading downstairs and upstairs are both dimly lit with torches, as if someone has to be here to relight these torches. Oh, they don't last forever. Okay. Well, you answered my question. <laughs> um, let's see. Or something. Let's see. No, no. I head upstairs. <laughs> wait, what'd you roll? <laughs> to see where I was going. Oh, well, I you rolled upstairs? to see where okay, I was going. Okay, I was like, wait, I didn't ask. I remember asking for a roll. <laughs> no, I, um, I do that a lot. When okay. I, when I don't know what I do, I just let the dice let me. Hey, hey, wherever the dice fall, right? All right. Um, so you head upstairs, and upon heading upstairs, you enter a large foyer, right? Like as a grand hallway or mm -hmm. a grand hall, meeting hall, essentially, and. From your past, you recognize it as something that is very opulent, very uh, regal, right? That this very well, if touched up, could belong to someone of status and wealth. But your those thoughts are thrown away by the fact that it does look decrepit. The carpet that lead the red carpet leading mm -hmm. up to the stairs that then part and then wrap around on top again, torn to shreds. I need you to give me a perception roll. Mm. Gotcha, damn you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
<laughs> You're doing a lot of perception rolls. <laughs> That'll be uh, uh, four. Four? Yeah. Would you roll? Three. Oh, you only have plus one. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. You think you hear something, but you just think maybe not. You're not so sure. It's mm-hmm. an old place, and old places tend to make a lot of noises that old <laughs> places make. So you can't quite tell if it's just the crumbling infrastructure, potentially, which then makes you think of, oh, shit, as an artificier. You're like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be in a place that could potentially be condemned. <laughs> Let's turn back to Ernie. Oh, okay. <laughs> you enter this vast garden, and you notice the vegetation, the lush vegetation that has overgrown and gone beyond the confines that they were once housed in. I need you to make me a perception roll. Nine. Nine? Yeah. Uh, You can't quite tell whether it is the wind scraping, uh, the wind brushing through the openings in the, the broken glass of the skylight above, or if something's whistling, but you do hear brief uh, or a slight whistling sound like a like that okay. but it's it's very faint and it's very inconsistent so it makes you think more that it could very well be the wind <coughs> can't tell which way it's coming from hmm? oh it's coming from below from above yeah the canopy yeah the uh sunlight can or the sun yeah sunroof canopy I'm gonna continue pushing my way forward and try okay. to clear a path. So the path is uh, the path itself. It's more moss covered, but you can tell the from based off the indentations of the moss, right, where there are lines in between. Mm-hmm. You can discern a path, a cobblestone path, as it were, or some stone path, of where to go. <clears throat> and the garden does tend to split, and you notice immediately that it splits into a variety of directions. One direction seems to go straight forward into some sort of main hall while the other tends to branch off into another room, which, give me a perception roll with advantage. Same thing in the way. Thirteen. Thirteen? Mm-hmm. So, y- the uh, room on the left, besides the main hall, you do sense that it could very well be a nursery of some kind. Not Not for babies, not for babies. A nursery for plants, where they would tend and care for the young plants, right? And then when they were old enough, they would transplant them into this garden itself, potentially. Okay. And then the other room on the right-hand side (coughs) seems to go off into a hallway that is dimly lit. Or dimly lit. Dimly lit. I'm going to head towards the dimly lit hallway. hallway. Okay. So you take the right path, and... Not as in it was the right path to take, but the the right path. All right. Uh, It was more for the audience, just in case. They're like, oh, is he telling him that's the right way to go? That's wrong. Um, Err, D&D. Err, my gird. Anyway. um, (laughs) And so you take the path leading into the right, Mm -hmm. and you go into this dimly lit hallway. And as you enter the dimly lit hallway, you immediately see a flight of stairs going up. I ascend the stairs. So you ascend the stairs, and you enter into what looks like another hallway. There's a flight of stairs going up, and then what looks like a pile of stone that looked like they were pushed out, like rubble. Interesting. Not blocking, but is in front of the path that you that would go forward. And something came into where I was? Something came out. Something came out. Yes. 
I materialize Arturius's great sword in my hand. Hmm. I materialize my blade into my hand. Okay. So a big great sword comes out of thin air okay. with a handle of a wolf's jaw over the blade. Okay. That's a pommel. Okay. And holding my hand, I continue up the stairs. Okay, so you tiptoe around the stones. Give me. Actually, you don't have to give me a roll, actually. As you walk past this, you do get a glimpse to the corner of your eye hmm. of what was in this room. And from what experience you have being around for so long, mm-hmm. it looks like very much a forge <laughs> of some kind. Interesting. Does it look like it was used? Uh, very, it's a decri- it doesn't look like it has been used in what could very well be almost a millennia. So something broke out of here. Something broke out. millennia old. Potentially, or something broke out. Hmm. I keep my wish about me and cautiously move up. Okay. Damien, back to you. Yeah, give me one second. Alright, yeah, okay. perception roll. Okay, hold on. <laughs> uh, oh, are you, what type of armor are you wearing, by the way? E. Uh, I am wearing oh. leather armor. Okay. Perception with disadvantage, I want to say. Oh, no, just perception. Just regular perception. Never mind. That'd be 17. 17? Yeah. You hear this as... Coming from behind you, you do hear the sounds of footfall. Mm-hmm. As something is walking up, but at a very cautious pace. Is there anything around me that I could grab? Uh, there is some broken down furniture, right? Uh, a variety of stands, um, actually some chairs off to the side. Some seem to have broken legs, you know? There, there is something to grab. There are things to grab. Uh, a bust that is like half of the face is broken. A what? Like a stone bust. Oh, okay. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah. Give me one. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. I'm going to grab the face. I'm going to use magical tinkering. Okay. And I'm going <clears> to <throat> have it. And I'm going to say, I just want you to know that I can see you. What do you want? Okay, and what does that magical tinkering do exactly? It is right there. Oh, I don't know if I could do it. This is a tiny object, but I figured I'd just grab the face. I'll I'll let you because it's broken. I'll okay. let you do it. Um, imbue non magical. Oh, imbue a non tiny non magical object with a magical property of your choice. Radius six second record. Oh, okay, gotcha. And what are you gonna do with it? Just as somebody passes it, so the stone could like technically see it. Okay. The message plays. E, give me a perception roll. <laughs> uh, natural twenty to twenty-one. You hear this message clearly. <laughs> you hear this message that what was the message by the way, Damien? Oh, um, I just want to let you know I could see you. What do you want? Okay. You hear that as you're you're not quite above the steps, but you're getting mm-hmm. close to cresting the the top step. I stop moving. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just awoke in here. Or now. Um, you hear this coming from the stairs. Like how? Okay, so your character is. You have a deep voice, or is it like a? We have more uh, deeper voice. A deeper voice. So it sounds. It sounds like this. Something like that. Night, night. Only thing. Probably completely. More of any real emotion. emotion. Gotcha. So it's a deadpan. Think like uh. Data 4 meets, like, uh, James Earl Jones. There we go. Yeah. That's a perfect way to describe it. There we go. <laughs> um, 
So you said it was a deep voice. You said mm, it's it was a deep voice. You don't know it's coming from the stairwell. You don't know who it is. But he said, "I just awoke in here." Um, me too. I'm just trying to find out what's going on. All right, I haven't wet me on me. Not panic. <laughs> You hear this. <laughs> I'm going you don't to, know this person or thing. I'm going to put away my weapon mm-hmm. when I make new enemies. No, but... Alright. I toss the sword and it disappears into the air. Okay, so your packed weapon goes... Yep. And I make my way in with my hands up. Mm-hmm. I mean you no harm. <laughs> Are you going to believe him or do I need to do a persuasion roll? Or does he need to do a persuasion roll? I'm, uh, I'm trying to check him out to see if like he's so he's slowly like creeping up. Fake. Okay, give me an insight roll. Or yeah, give me an insight roll. Because I'm trying to see if he's fake. Okay. If you want to re-roll that, you can. I know it bounced off the thing. <laughs> Again? Again? What did it give? Uh, 11. So 11? 12 altogether. So are you being genuine? I'm being genuine for the moment. Until I'm being cautious as well. So he, he is being cautious, but he's also, what you can gather is he seems to be forthright. He's not, he, he threw, you saw him throw his weapon and it decapor, you know, disintegrated in front of you, disappeared entirely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just to give you an idea of what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And that a very tall, pale, probably an elf. It's kind of hard to tell because the ears are long, but they're not mm-hmm. completely elongated. Long silver hair tied into a ponytail. Purple eyes staring at you with a black hood over his face. Mm-hmm. So you know any lightning in the hair from the back of the hood? Yeah, kind of that cool, like, Ezio, like, yeah. peak thing going on? Yeah, nice. nice. Ezio nice. Going on. Alright. And I don't know how tall I knew him, but he's about 6'8", but very slight frame. Damn, he's a tall elf. (laughs) I'm 6 feet, so... Okay, so you you tower over him, technically. Um, I back up, slowly, my hands up. I guess, welcome. Okay, I need you both to give me perception rolls. Or if you want, someone can get one with advantage, and it would just be one person rolling with advantage. So I'll let you guys choose. Uh, go ahead, because mine is just plus one. So mine's mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my dad's going to be a 15. 15 plus one, or just 15? No, 15 total. 15? You hear the sound of whistling again, right? And you immediately, both of you, look up, and you do see that there is a... <laughs> no, is that... No, it's good, it's good, it's okay. No, you're all good. Um, cute dog. Um... You you hear whistling, both of you, and you look up and you what you didn't realize before from well from you in particular looking at the room, you notice that there is also a skylight here too, and it just it makes kind of like a not quite a pyramid. It flats out on top, but you do see that slope, and you see what looks like in the distance this black object or the silhouette of something, just curl, just diving straight down. Hmm. I put a hand on myself, and mm-hmm. I feel the coldness and death around me. I'm casting armor at this. Okay. 
So as you do that, you pull the moisture from the air around you, and there is a slight sheen like frost on grass in the fall, covering your leather armor. So again, mark your uh, armor of Agathis. And what are you doing, D-Man? Or Astraeus? I'm just getting ready and take my daggers out. So you take your daggers out? Both? You have two daggers, right? Yeah. Take both daggers out, and you just ready to like chuck them at this thing, or just ready to stab them? No, I'm them just or? waiting to see what happens. Okay. And as you... you but I'm prepare. also keeping an eye on him at the same time. Okay, he might so. be truthful... Well, we all know. So you got one dagger down low ready to get him and then one dagger just, up there like that? They're just both ready. They're, they're both, both ready? ready yeah. Okay. So the thing, whatever it is, uh-huh. and it crashes through the glass. Uh-huh. And as it crashes through the glass, I need you both to give me... Well, where are you standing? Um, well, you're you're still by the stairwell, so you're fine. Where uh, are you standing? I'm like, I'm a little towards the middle of the room because I was backing up. Give me a dexterity. A dexterity? Yeah, saving throw. Yeah. I hope that didn't spike with that whistle. <laughs> uh, eleven. I'll give you advantage because you saw this coming. So, this is right before it hits the. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. So right before it hits the glass, you automatically know it's not stopping, and you dodge roll out of the way. Okay. And something smashes through. And immediately, what you both notice, it's something with leathery wings, and it crashes and hits the floor. It has a gash going along one of its member membermiss member. I can't even say it. <laughs> membranous wing, right? Uh-huh. Which could very well be the reason why it lost flight. It looks like something tore through it, and mm-hmm. it starts cleaning the glass off of itself. It turns to you, and just <laughs> roll for initiative. Uh, <laughs> ah. Yo. <laughs> uh, using that romantic dice for this one. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. God, God damn. damn. Natural one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, so it's gonna be D. It's gonna be sorry, Ernie, Damien. Then the monster. Perfect. All right. Okay, so you're at the stairwell. You're about, I want to say, 35, because you haven't fully gone up fully up on the steps. Mm-hmm. You're on, like, the second to last step, so you do have about a few more steps to go before you get on top. Um, you're about 35 feet away from this thing. You you dies roll out of the way. You're closer. You're only about 10 feet away from it, 15 maybe. Okay. All right. So, E, what do you want to do? Well... Person, my name materializes mm-hmm. again. Does that cause a bonus action or anything? Or uh, nothing to question. Let me double check that. <laughs> okay. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't cost a bonus action. No, I think if I'm within combat, I'm gonna double check. I want to say. Bear with me, guys. Sorry, new character. It's okay. It's all right. I uh, I do have a hexblade, but I don't remember. I hardly use the character. So. I already know what I'm gonna do. Okay. Gotcha. You're Batman. <laughs> I'm, <dead. laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah, you're Batman. 
It doesn't say. It doesn't say? Okay, so for the sake of this, we'll say it doesn't cost you anything. Okay. Um, you material, the blade materializes, and as it does materialize, something that hasn't happened before, right? You think you hear the sound of something running through the woods, right? Mm -hmm. And followed by a distinct howl, maybe. And the howl continue as I... As you materialize your blade, and as the blade fully materializes, it, the sound just stops. Awesome. And I disappear. You disappear? I disappear. What do you cast? Wait, how do you disappear? Uh, Raven Queen's Blessing. Oh, okay. Was yeah, that is that a bonus action? Bonus so action. you use your bonus action to cast Raven Queen's Blessing. Mm -hmm. You you notice me? He disappears like Frodo from Lord of the Rings when he puts on the ring. He goes into wherever realm he goes into and just mm -hmm. disappears. And I appear. You say how far away from me? Uh, you're about thirty-five feet from it. Okay, so I appear five feet in front of it. Five feet in front of it. Yeah. So I you have teleport thirty feet. Oh, you could teleport 30 feet. Does that take away from your movement or no? Only bonus, no. Oh, so you get additional yeah. movement with that. Movement okay, with but that only comes back after a long rest, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you teleport 30 feet. All of a sudden, he, like he blinks into existence again with his sword drawn at the ready. And I go up to the creature and slash. Okay, give me a roll. So that's going to be uh, 11 to hit. 11? Mm-hmm. You don't quite hit it. So... You swing this blade, but this thing winds up parrying your attack with its talons and spins the blade and then pushes you back a little and turns its attention. Because originally it had its eyes on it because it didn't notice you. Mm. But now that you t attacked it, it goes... <laughs> I give a slight no smirk. Yeah, I am like... Okay. Mm -hmm. Your turn. Astraos, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to back up a little bit. Back okay. up about... 20 feet. Okay, so you're about 20. 30 feet away from it now. I'm going to use Ray of Sickness on it. Ray of Sickness? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Ray of Sickness, what's the, is it a con save or is it a... Uh, no, you con save. Con save? What's yeah. your DC check? Mm -hmm. 14. 14? Yeah. Natural 18. Oh, wait, is that oh. a natural 18? Yeah, natural 18. So okay. you shoot this Ray of Sickness at it. Is there a half thing to it or no? No, if you would have failed it, you would have just been poisoned. But okay. I'm going to see if it hits you. Wait, no, no, you don't have to roll. If it's a just a con save, it's an automatic hit. No, it just... no, it says uh, on a hit, the target takes 2d8 poison damage and must make a con saving throw. On a failed save, you also get poisoned until the end of the turn. Is there a half damage on it or no? No. No? Oh, okay, yeah, roll for it. Sorry. I'm used to uh, con saves being automatic hits. It is uh, 21 total. 21 total? Yes, yeah. you do hit. But I'll re-roll the con save because I didn't know. So, maybe. That's much better for you. That's a 9. <laughs> so, do your damage. 2d6, you said? No, or 2d8? 2d8. 2d8? Okay. That's Thank God for DMs one. messing up. <laughs> this one, right? Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. Mm. It's 3 and 2. So it hit you for five. Five damage? Yeah. So you how do you cast this? What do you cast it out of? Is there a spell focus, uh like an arcane focus that you have, or just like your weapon or something? Or just you no, just shoot put your hand shoot out. Shoot it and it's instantaneous. Okay, so you stick your hand out mm -hmm. like Iron Man, right? <laughs> and instead of a repulsor ray, it is this ray of sickness and it blasts it and it is poison. How much is the poison damage? Uh, Was it D six? It is I don't Doesn't see say. where it says E. Can you tell me what it says? I can't find it. Right now. Well, I hate the target and change 2d8 
pointing mm-hmm. damage. Okay. Doesn't it get poison? That's, that's it? Oh, it doesn't get poisoned after? Oh, okay. Okay. No. All right. Uh, On a failed save, it doesn't get the poison condition? No. It doesn't? You sure? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it is. On a failed save, it poisons in the end of the next turn. Okay, so, so it, it is poisoned. So it suffers any effects in the poison condition. Okay. So it disadvantages when it attacks. Right. Okay. That's, that's what I was wondering. Okay. I apologize. You, you good? You good? Okay. You still have your bonus action, I think, right? And ten more feet of movement. Mm. I'm just gonna be ready, just to see if he gets close enough. Get okay. Ready so attack. it gets hit by you, and immediately <laughs> changes its look onto you, Astraos. Um. It has just enough movement to get to you. Okay. And it is going to swipe at you with its claws. Oh. Opportunity. Oh, attack of opportunity. Yes, before it moves. <laughs> I completely forgot. So now it's going to hit me a 25 a hit. 25 hit. It hits. Oh, yeah. And now it's going to hit me. Ooh, mass damage. So. Your greatsword, right? Yeah. That's 2d6, right? 2d6, so 12, uh, 16 damage. 16 damage? You, as this thing moves, you just swing at it, and you actually wind up cutting through its good wing, and mm-hmm. blood just spills out. But this blood is thick and carries this disgusting putrescent smell to it. And it just... <laughs> but it's still focused on you. <laughs> and it continues going towards you. Okay. Um, It's going to make its... Claw attack at you. What's your DC? 12. 12. Natural 13. Okay. So let's see. Its claw attack is going to be 1d6. Five points of slashing damage as this thing swipes across your chest. go to oh i don't think you can uh just write it down okay uh, i'll give you the access to it in a bit gotcha um your turn d uh e so the resistance i get from the blessing disappears okay. i cannot mention that oh it okay. didn't come into play but right okay still uh and it is how far away it's about? from you it's about it's just 30 feet Feet? Yeah. Well, actually, no, 20 feet, I would say. 20 feet? Yeah. Yeah, um... I point to the hand, and a, and a wolf... Instantly, like, a wolf power at the moon, the symbol outline of it appears. Okay. Right on it, briefly, and it vanishes just as quick as it appears. Mm-hmm. I'm essentially doing Hexblade Curse as a bonus action. Okay. And what is your Hexblade Curse? So what Hexblade Curse does, uh, pardon me. So I gain plus two damage in the rolls. Mm-hmm. I score a critical hit or a 19 or a 20. If it dies, I gain six AP. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, I roll up on it. Taking the sword overhead. Try it to leave it into. Give me a roll. And then it's going to be uh, 14 to hit. 14 to hit? Yes. 
you don't quite make it don't close, but you it. don't quite make it. <clears throat> this thing, you wind up swinging at this thing, and you wind up grazing the, literally the tip of your sword, mm-hmm. grazes the back of this thing. Mm-hmm. It winces a little bit. It's not enough to do it any harm, but it does feel it. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's tickling you, yeah. and it just looks back at you with its beady red eyes mm-hmm. and just snarls again. I stare at it, completely calm. Okay. And my turn. Hmm. Your turn, Astraeus. How far is it from me? It's right in front of you. It's up in your face. Okay, so... And it just attacked you, too. Swiped across your chest. Oh, wait. Doesn't it get disadvantage on the throw? Because it was poisoned? On the the attack? Right? Or no? Yes, it did. That's right. That's fine. That's fine. No, 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 no. Oh. Oh, oh. I'll I'll see. No, no, no. Because I'm like, wait a minute. We'll retroact it. We'll retroact it. (laughs) Because I'm I'm like, we just talked about that. Yes, yes, yes. See, that's why I completely forgot. Um, it actually misses, so you never got swiped. We'll retroactively change that, because he rolled a natural 5. Oh, um, nice. <clears throat> yeah. So, even with his attack modifier, it's not enough. So, um, he misses, and you actually didn't take any points of damage. Did Does it show any signs of being hurt besides his messed up wing? It's messed up wing, the fact that E cut up the other wing, and then you blasted it with that ray, and you do see, like, where the ray hit him in its, che- its chest, uh-huh. right? You do see, like, almost like, just like a bear, almost like tissue, necrotic tissue, okay. essentially. Alright, so, uh, uh, I guess I'll attack with my daggers, see if I could, uh, do a little bit of damage to this thing. Let's see. Uh, 21 total. 21 total? Mm. You hit. Okay. Damn, man, you guys are hitting this thing left and right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beefy, so. Yeah. To be fair, I missed except for the uh, opportunity attack. You did I good, though. Hit any of my attacks yet. But the opportunity <laughs> attack did 16 damage. Yeah, that was a nice I chunk. Hit. I hit uh, one dagger, I hit for three, and then I, could, I have to swing my other dagger separately, right? Yes. Okay. That'll be 14. 14? That does not hit, unfortunately. So, you swing your first dagger at this thing. How much damage does it do? Three. Three points of damage? Yeah. And you actually cut across its neck. You uh-huh. don't quite cut anything important, but you leave a gash on the side of its neck. The second blade, you're so caught up into the movement of this first strike. You're, yes, I hit you. I'm going to hit you again. And you actually wind up, not even realizing it, you actually whiff completely. Damn. Um, okay. So, that was your bonus action and your action. Uh. You still have movement. But I don't want it to get an opportunity to attack on me, and it's okay. still, and it's still worried about me. So, I, I'll stay put for now. You staying put? Yeah. All right. The monster, mm-hmm. having felt you, and having you cut its other wing, mm-hmm. is going to turn its attention to you. Doesn't okay. have to make any movement, so there's no attack of opportunity. Yep. It's going to swipe at you. It doesn't have disadvantage anymore, right? Because the poison yeah, wore off. Yeah. Okay. That's a natural three, so this thing <laughs> tries to swing at you, but having fully just recovered from this poison, it's still a little delirious, and having been gashed at the neck, it had to put one of its claws on and try to swipe you with one of its other claws, mm-hmm. and this thing, whatever it is, um, swipes at you, but misses completely. Okay. I'm way out your way. I'm assuming it's my turn now, right? Mm-hmm. It's your turn. I... Okay, go ahead. 
and that's going to be another miss of 14. 14? Yeah. That misses. As you go to swing this thing, it actually winds up with its other hand, winds up parrying your blade again, and winds up swinging it into the floor. And the blade doesn't get stuck, but it does hit the floor with a resounding crash. And you actually wind up seeing the tiles that were actually what or what made up the floor actually buckle and break okay. beneath the great weight of your massive wolf greatsword. Yeah, it's there and it menacingly. Bonus, anything with your bonus action? Or I'm gonna hold you're gonna hold else. it? Yeah. Okay. Your turn, Astraeus. Um. Alright, so I'm level. I'm, I still have to learn how to do this mm-hmm. for these right here, because I'm level three. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is only still just a first level magic, or can I okay, power well, it up more? You, you only have number one slots. Okay. But you use one for ray of six. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. So we'll just pass that missing any under. It's because I, I have to authorize them to add uh, that. Just keep in mind, I'll authorize it after we're right, done with so this session. No, I have two. I know I have two more slots, two more but slots. since I'm level three, I can't make it stronger, right? Because I only have yet. first level slots, right? Level slots. All right, yeah. that's what I figured. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna do it again. Ray of sickness. Yeah. Um, uh, don't you have disadvantage because that's a range yeah, spell if you were to do that? Oh, is it? Yeah, range yeah. spells, at range attacks at up close have disadvantage. I know you're new, not telling you anything. Oh, yeah. Okay. Say anything. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel it'd be fair for me not to tell him as yeah. a DM. So. Yeah. Uh, then I guess I'll attack my daggers again. Okay. Let's you can only move. Attack of opportunity. No need. I know. Yeah. Well, a true, it could miss. Options. It could miss. Yeah. No need. The first one misses. Then the second one. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. You just hit this thing. Nice. So you miss your first attack, and you're like, oh, not again. And you wind <laughs> up swinging it up underneath its jaw. Nice. So I do uh, four damage. Four damage? Mm-hmm. Two. Whenever you strike with the offhand weapon, the. Oh, you don't get the bonus. Must, no, you get the bonus. It doesn't oh, get the okay. attack damage bonus. Sorry, the I'm proficiency bonus. The rules. So fine. you swing, and you wind up jabbing your dagger underneath its jaw, and you actually wind up seeing the blade of the dagger come up and actually split its tongue and make it look forked. And this thing is it's still alive, and it looks like it's in a lot of pain, but it's gurgling. <laughs> I'm sounding like the last girl I was with. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not this podcast, man. <laughs> it can be, though. No. <laughs> okay, so you're not moving anywhere? Um, No. I t- you know, take my dagger out, just throw it, and I just stay there. Okay, so as you pull your dagger out, blood just gushes out, and this thing is looking... It's looking a little, a little rough. So, mm-hmm. E... So, I drop my guard, mm-hmm. and I move back. You drop your guard and you move back? Yep. So this thing's going to attack of opportunity on you, but yes. you do have armor bag at this on. Yeah. So, give me, uh, he has to give, well, he has to make contact he first. He has to make contact yeah. first, yeah. We'll see if he knows. And that's five damage, right, he takes, or how much uh, is it? No, uh, ten damage. Ten damage? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cast on number two. Seven, fourteen? 14 to miss my one. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> so this thing, this thing's taking a beating, and it's it, it looks like it barely almost stands on its own, too. And it swings at you as you back up, but it completely whiffs. It, it doesn't even graze your armor, hmm. and it, because it swings very sloppily. 
right? Yeah. And you just how many feet are you stepping back? Twenty five feet. Only five feet. You just yeah, back I'm up. Me, like, yeah, me, it's like right yeah, now. it's like in like uh, it's like uh, Biakia from like uh, Bleach from back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. he just sidesteps. He's like, oh, is that it? Your does your greatsword have reach? A beam comes out with your slash. Okay, what? what Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast? <laughs> okay, so Eldritch Blast with style. Give me an attack roll. Yeah. So now they can. Ooh, nice. Uh, now they're going to beat. Nerdy uh, 20. 20? Natural 20? Nerdy 20. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, I can get 20. Gotcha. So, yeah, you hit. You hit this mm-hmm. thing. Give me a damage roll. That's what, D10? Yes, sir. Okay. And do you have anything that like that uh, agonizing blast or anything like that? Yes, I do. So, so add your charisma modifier. Counting charisma modifier and two for the heads. Nice. So it's gonna be six damage. Oh. Yep. So that's any mass damage. Fifteen. Fifteen damage. damage. So <laughs> you you back up. You do this in one single motion as this thing swipes at you. You jump back effortlessly, and you mm-hmm. with, not even with two hands. You're wielding this great sword with one, and from just the adrenaline of this battle, and you. Mm-hmm uppercut it with the blade, but you don't actually uppercut it with the blade itself. It's like Getsuga Tenshao from Bleach, and yeah. you just see this crescent, this, and it's in the shape of the moon itself, even to the point where it actually looks like it has like the pock marks from the craters that the moon has, and it slashes this thing. As it slashes this thing across the chest, it cuts a great gash across it, and blood begins to pour out profusely, and you just hear in the distance, <laughs> This thing's on death's door almost it, it looks really rough because you already did 32 points of damage plus the dagger damage that you're doing to it as well um that's your action yeah that's no actually I shouldn't call it new before hmm? I shouldn't call it new before so it's only uh, no it has to be main eight. Never mind. sorry that's the end of my okay turn. okay I almost messed up the rule it's okay uh, Your turn is oh, yeah, yeah. um, So this thing, this thing is, this is paying attention to him now or me? It's paying attention to him. All right. Um, I'm gonna back up about 15 feet. And nothing get off before Um, and I'm just gonna attack it with my daggers. Wait, what? Don't you have another weapon? No. Okay. Okay. 16. 16? Yep, you hit this thing. You just hit this thing. Let me you can figure out that it's it's AC is 16. Okay, I feel, I missed the second one, the first one I hit. So I got uh, 6. Uh, 6 damage? 6 yeah. points of damage for the first one? Mm-hmm. Did the second one hit? No? Okay. Oh, I missed. So you swing your dagger and it makes contact against this thing. How would you like to do this? <laughs> um... Well, I, I want to cut off the wing, and then when I cut off the wing, I want to kick it down from behind, and then when it's falling, I'm going to jump, and I'm going to stab it right in the back of the head. Okay, Kratos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you just effortlessly cleave one of its broken wings already. It falls and actually begins to twitch, <laughs> right, with the last nerve remnants and the memory muscle memory it has, and then you wind up kicking its what passes for feet because this thing almost looks very bat-like in appearance right yeah. mm-hmm. there's not much to kick but you do find purchase and kick it it drops and buckles down and you step on your its back with a heavy footfall and you hear 
crunching of bone beneath your soul. And then you wind up pulling back its head. And then you wind up just taking the knife and you just rip its head off. <laughs> and blood gushes everywhere. Um, I need you to give me a dexterity roll. <laughs> this is just for flavor. Is it a save or just a check? Uh, just a, just a check. Okay, so that's going to be Seventeen. Seventeen. Seeing where this is going, you step aside and you miss the blood that sprays out profusely. <laughs> misses you, and you're like, "Thank the Lord, I caught that. Otherwise, I would have been very upset with you." <laughs> you missed getting a blood shower, essentially. You, on the other hand, do you want to get showered in blood or no? I'll let you choose. Mm, no. No. So you get a little blood on you, but it's like on your boot, right? Um, but you can't help it, yeah. right? And it's just just blood pours out. I need you guys to give me perception rolls. Combat. Oh, you get six back. Uh, six back, right? Yeah. Yeah. So give yourself six back. Yeah. Weren't you at full though? Or? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say in the rules. No, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So perception, you said. Yes. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. What about you, Damien? <laughs> um, <laughs> he 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 made it, and he immediately turns to the roof where the broken uh-huh. canopy or the ceiling where the broken canopy is, and you hear. It sounds much larger now, though, compared to this thing. You hear... And what you could gather just upon sight, that this thing that you just killed was a baby Mm. compared to the one that is now perched and peering through the hole that is made now. It, It notices you guys, and it looks at the corpse down there and just stares. What you can assume angrily, because you very well may have killed its offspring. Run. Um, as you say that, you hear the sound of the door, a great large door, just and then you hear just someone, come on, hurry, hurry, this way. You book it. You booking it too? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just need you guys to give me athletic rolls. Oh, crap. Because this thing is angry, and it is in prime health. I mean, are you sure you don't want to make that, like, uh, after any <laughs> It hasn't attacked you yet, so no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 16. 16? Uh, so, that's a summon minus 2. Oh. So, 5. <laughs> you, have, you're, you, you have a head start, but he quickly overtakes you, and this thing dives down, and it starts heading towards your way. Um, you're fine. Give me one more athletics roll. Oh. E. Don't fool. Uh, seven. <laughs> seven. Give me an acrobatics roll. Okay. With advantage. Seventeen. Seventeen. So seventeen to four. So twenty-one. So twenty-one. Thank God you're more nimble than you are um, athletic, <laughs> and you wind up dodge rolling into the doorway. And as you do, um. All of us do athletic rolls. You and I do it, and then if you want to boost one of us, if you want to for advantage, who would you want to boost? Probably no one I know anymore. Okay. I don't know his name. But. So you don't know this guy's name, but no. you you're gonna help him on his side to close the door. Yeah. Okay. I need to do an athletic roll. Oh, I'm good. I rolled a twenty-three. Oh man, I can't roll anything that beats that because my athletics is zero. No, we're, this is working I with know. you. Oh, we'll see. And you have a mantis. So you have advantage. Higher, yeah. Okay. What do you get? Natural <laughs> one? A five and then a four. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, what's your athletics, though? 
hero. Zero. So he got a mighty five. <laughs> he got a mighty five. And so, you see the guy who's on your right-hand side, you can't make out much discernible physical features because uh, mm. you're too busy pushing Trying at the help. moment, yeah. right? And you're helping. He's closing his door a hell of a lot faster than you two are. I need you both to give me an athletic roll separate now. Zero. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? I you... two. I have a mod in two. Okay, so it doesn't go below. I'm going to make it. It doesn't go below one. Oh, so, okay. so, yeah. One. So, one. What'd you roll? Sixteen. You manage to muster. You're like, oh no, not now. And you push the door closed. And as you push the door closed, this thing, whatever it is, winds up getting its, like, the tip of its wing, right? The top mm -hmm. part of its wing where like, one of the claws are caught in the door. And the guy who winds up, the thing that, or the person who's helping you, winds up just muttering something under his breath. Um, give me perception rolls. Sure. Uh, eight. Eight. 19. 19. You you don't quite hear the whole thing, but you hear it entirely, uh, Astraeus. You wind up him saying, For the wolf mother. And he pushes the door shut, and this thing gets caught, and it winds up severing that claw, and then the claw just starts twitching there. Combat has ended. Nice. So, combat has ended. You guys now stand outside of what the building that you were in, essentially the bi the larger part of the building was, mm -hmm. and you notice it is a great manor of some kind, or maybe even potentially a keep, you can't <coughs> quite tell, Sorry, that resides on this cliff face. Like, where you had awoken, right? Mm -hmm. You notice the crashing waves, yep. right? The forge apparently was built on the cliff side that was facing the sea, okay. and then your mausoleum was basically, a slash garden, was built slightly below it, okay. but on like a, uh, a plateau that basically over that was by the cliffside. If you had gone towards where the nursery was, you would have seen the same crashing waves as Astraos as well. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So you guys have escaped, and oh, oh, that was close. Oh. Hi. Hi. Where are we? Oh, you don't know. No. Uh, oh. No. Um. You serious? Yeah, I'm... Mithril. Mithril? Yeah. Mirathal, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mirathal. Mirathal? Mm -hmm. Take it that's an elf, elf name? Yes. Puts out his hand, he goes, Rimnir Blackney. Oh. Nice, nice to meet you. You? Uh, are you guys related at all? Oh, you guys notice immediately, he does not look... He does have somewhat pointed ears, but they are very canine in appearance, and his appearance is a mix of human and canine. He looks very uh, wolf-like in his appearance. Not quite fully. He does resemble more human, but you do see, like, thick beard, uh, long black hair, um, <clears throat> and, yeah. And he's not wearing any armor. He's wearing pretty much, like, furs, and, like, where his... Where his... On his head, where there would normally be like a helmet, uh -huh. there is like a like a, a like the, the you know like the, the, the head of a rug, right? Yeah. Like a wolfskin yeah. rug, essentially. Mm -hmm. He has that on his head okay. too. Um, good question. Does he still have his sword out? Yeah, he still has his sword out, mm -hmm. as far as I know. All right, I take a quick look at the guy, then I look at his sword. At his sword? Yeah. Okay, but so I don't say anything out loud. Okay, so do you want to? 
is this something you would need a perception roll for, or are you just glancing at it quickly? Uh, no, because I remember I heard what he said. I heard what the guy said. So I look at his sword, and I'm like, just a quick, like, hmm. And then I say, my name is Estreos. Okay. And Krimnir just puts his hand out to you, and he goes, Krimnir Black Man, nice to meet you. I go like that, so I can hide my daggers. And then I give him a handshake. He shakes your hand. Nice to meet you. So you guys wouldn't have happened to see uh, basically a bigger version, I mean smaller version of that thing. Might have one of its wings clipped. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and I show him my boot, and I show him my hands a little bit. And there, they're, they're covered, covered in, blood. in blood. And he goes, let's see if he actually can pick up on that. <laughs> Let me see what his intelligence is. If he's smart enough to have to pick up on that, though. Um... <laughs> He's okay. Okay. <laughs> he's not a genius, but he's not dumb. Natural twenty. Uh, <laughs> yes. Got all those bad rolls out of the way. Yes. Um, that's bad for you guys. Uh, no. Oh, um, no. TPK after session one. Um, no, <laughs> you guys have to. Ro- not again. Um, so he immediately picks. He goes. Oh, he didn't happen to have you know, maybe grabbed a piece of it with you. I mean, aside from what you're wearing. Uh, you, uh, you can check the bottom of my boot, see if there's anything on it. I'll, I'll pass on that. Um, I stepped on it pretty hard after I cut its wing off and his head. I'll, you didn't get the head, no? We I didn't mean, have a chance. Maybe an ear? Um, that big thing came after us immediately after I killed it. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, uh, that makes... Perfect sense. Um, totally understandable. Not upset. Um, <laughs> maybe just a little. Maybe not. Um, yeah, so. You said you guys don't know where you are? No. 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 I didn't go to sleep here. I won't up here. Where did you go to sleep? Home. And what type of friends do you keep? The fun con. Clearly. And you know an internet twist who is saying for you doesn't. <laughs> I've been conjuring since I woke up. Something's wrong because I really don't have friends or I don't do anything that will impair me. So when I went to sleep, I was home and then I woke up in a forge. Well, you guys, does Loria ring a name at all? Give me a uh, history check. See if you guys would know that name. Uh, 18. 18? Yeah. Nine. Nine. Oh, nine? Sorry. Oh. Um, I thought you were saying like 19 or something almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you, from your studies, because you've spent hours studying the world, as it were, the name Loria does come to mind, but uh-huh. you thought Loria was a place lost to time itself, that it was very much like a the Atlantis of this universe, that it had basically been there one moment and then gone the next I've heard rumors about it I didn't think it was true well it's true to die you're here um yeah so uh while he's talking right I'm trying to see if I see mannerisms to show that he's lying okay give me an insight check Was 
six, right? No, nothing. Oh, ten. Ten. You get some sense that he isn't being—he's being forthright, but it seems like he's putting on a bit of a show to try to show that he's not threatening. If that makes sense, like he's going out of his way to be friendly to you and not be like, "Yeah, I'm—you know—I'm not trying to hurt you." That like he's going a little over the top with it. We get the point. You're not gonna hurt us. Don't. Oh yeah, and you guys immediately realize behind him too on his back mm. is a double-bladed scimitar okay. right essentially and the blades themselves are are they're made of steel uh-huh. but they're meant to resemble a the jaw of some sort of beast essentially there's no need to put on a show for us i i sense that you are right uh, you're truthful and you don't want to hurt us just be you it's more trustworthy and as give me a persuasion roll And while he's doing that, what do you eat? That's what you nine doing? again, right? Yeah. Uh, ten. Ten? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't more me while this into him check out my environment. Okay, give me a perception roll of the area. So, as you say this, he, you do notice a difference in his mannerism. He goes, sorry about that. It's just, I don't tend to, you know, based given my appearance, people see me. They tend to want to run the other way. And because you do notice, like, he is actually, he's strong. He's mm-hmm. he's not jacked, but he looks quite strong. Well, those are people who have very simple and narrow minds. You know, they don't open themselves to the world because there's so many things they could be either cherished or knowing and loved or terrified of if they just only pay attention. And he acknowledges what you said. He nods and he goes, thank you. And he puts his hand and he goes, Premier Blackmaid. And it's a lot less jovial, but mm-hmm. it s- seems more forthright. That's true. Right? Pleasure. And I, when I introduce myself, I'm not as um, how can I say reserved that? or yeah, reserved. But I'm not as like nitpicky on his character in person. Like I'm like just like he warmed up to us and mm-hmm. like he was himself. I'm started. I get like that a little bit because. We, I could see that he's not being he's being truthful right so you rolled a perception what'd you roll 13 13 you notice this, you hear a sound it sounds almost like galloping in the distance and you hear oh okay I have a question for you but I can't ask DM or Krimnir no DM but okay. I can't ask you out loud I'm text going, me yeah I'm going to text yeah text you. me it's okay okay, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. so you hear the sound of galloping in the background but it doesn't sound like horse hooves hitting the ground it, it's it's a give me a perception roll with advantage or nature roll with advantage okay. or survival whichever one you prefer actually I take that back survival or nature whichever you want I'm going to go with survival okay I kill uh, 12 altogether 12 altogether it's a sound that you're familiar with. It doesn't take... The the challenge wasn't high on that. It's a familiar sound, and it's a sound that you heard when you summoned your sword not too long ago. It sounds like... an ant wolves... Mm-hmm. striding. But these wolves are bigger. Much bigger. And in the distance, because behind you guys is a forest. Mm-hmm. Right? And there is a clear, distinct trail going through that forest. And emerging from the 
the the edge of the forest from the, the basically cresting its borders are a series of individuals from a distance look similar to Hrimnir and they're all on wolfback <clears throat> they're all riding giant dire wolves essentially and they're all they have you know the reins they hold back <clears throat> boy why do you doubt dawdle there he goes oh fantastic buzz kills here uh give me a second guys I'm gonna go talk to him I'll be right back and Grimnir walks away towards I made my weapon disappear so your weapon yeah. just disappears and you hear that slight howl oh let me No, it doesn't. Okay. No. Um, and as you as he turns around, you do notice that on his back, he also has on his belt, right, what uh -huh. looks like a hand axe, right, okay. and smaller, small, what maybe you can see is javelins, but they look way too small for javelins that you're used to seeing being thrown. Mm. I already got a nickname for him. Okay. Nightwolf. <clears throat> huh? What's your name? Nightwolf. That's great. I love it. Save it. Save it for when you see him again. Um. So he winds up going. There. There's. This can be a few minutes. You guys deliberate amongst each other. And you hear. You do hear the sound of something banging against this door. And you can assume that it is very much the thing that you just escaped. Oh, and uh, we'll do exp as when we're done with this whole thing, because you guys do get some well-deserved xp. Before I ask this question, okay. I didn't hear the conversation you guys were just talking about because I had to answer an email, uh, an yeah. email and a text message. Did you explain at all why you wanted a piece of the monster? No, he never explained it. Okay, gotcha. Um, do you wanna? Do you want to do some sort of insight check, perchance, to see to maybe uh, in, uh, not yeah to as assume or maybe in why he might need it? Like an intelligence check or something? See, see, we're working in tandem. Yeah. Right when I'm about to do something, you ask me about... Yes. By any chance, are you needing it to show well, somebody? He's not here. He's not here. Oh, he, he left He, he left to talk people. to the guy. Oh, um, yeah. so it's just me. It's just banging it's just and me you. and him. Yeah. yeah. And you see, you see uh, if you guys want to roll perception to see if you can overhear what they're talking about, because they're quite a while away, it would be with disadvantage, but you can roll to see that perception-wise. No, no, no uh, perception. No, no. <laughs> but you can get two natural 20s in a row. No, um. yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> if I do that, then I'll kill myself, because I know 14 natural ones are coming right after that. Um. I think he's a Noah Shelf shot. Um. I go... Uh, how do you say your name again? Marathos. M Marathos? Yeah, where... Is or, or is it Marathol? Marathol. Marathol. Yeah. All right. Um It changes how he feels. Yeah. <laughs> Quick question. It's hard on your human tongue. Exactly. There do we go. Do you... Do you think he needed that as a trophy of some sorts? That little monster? That's why he was the one who attacked it, and it came this way? Possibly, or maybe he has some use for the parts. We all make weapons and armor out of hide. Hmm, good eats. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> could also be food as well. I've been around a long time. You can do a lot of things with multiple parts. Some for pride, some for stability. 
Uh, so, uh, I mean, I'm still a little stiff, you know, waking up, not knowing where I'm from. I'm down to go back in with him. Maybe he okay. could help us and we could kill that big-ass monster. Uh, being that he was in the rush to close the door, it probably is not that wise. I don't fear death, but I have other things I must attend to first. Oh, we all do, but there's not much we can do now. I'm sure you don't live here and you just magically arrived here. Same thing with me. I'm pretty sure getting home isn't going to be as simple as thinking about it. We can't click our heels and well, be home. I'm sure I was sent here for a reason. I intend to find out what that is. Yeah, I'm sure more than just jump into the jaw at the first beast I see. <sighs> Don't get me wrong, if you both want to find it, I will gladly assist you, but I don't think that's our purpose here. We could ask him and find out. <clears throat> we certainly can. Why don't we go see what they're talking about? So as you, you guys break and you start heading towards them, mm -hmm. he turns around and he begins to, he meets you halfway. He goes, okay, um, some good news, some bad news. Good news is, I convinced them not to kill you guys. Bad news is, I need to get my trophy in there. <laughs> and I laugh. I you, laugh. You laugh. Okay. Uh, let, me, let him do an insight roll, see if he can pick up on what type of laughter it is. Natural one. So he sees you <laughs> laughing, and he's like, I'm not joking. I know. I just, uh... I re-summon my blade. I ain't doing my hands right. So you re-summon your blade. There's a slight wolf howl. And you see there's a slight smirk on his face when he hears it, because he hears it too now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and something you didn't notice right away, um, because of the way the fur was blocking, he's taken off his fur cap, as it were, and you see on his chest is a snarling wolf, right? And in its jaws is the moon, and the moon looks like it's being broken by the actual biting of the wolf like there are fracture marks going oh, against awesome. it okay. so um would i know what that is you can give me what type of role would that be actually um is it a history role maybe uh, i'd say history yeah intelligence give me an intelligence role whichever one you're better intelligence or history because i know they both feed off each other but if you're proficient in history Eighteen. Wow, nice. So yeah, you recognize it, and it looks very much like a the the type of tattoo that you'd see on like a, a discerning a tribe. Mm -hmm. Okay. What tribe you don't know, but in some way it has, and based off of his appearance, you can clearly tell it has an affinity for a wolf, mm -hmm. right? And it also has something to do with the moon, or maybe the night. So is the guy you were talking to, is he the leader of your tribe, or he's just one of the people who represent the leader? He's the leader, hmm. and he's my dad. Okay. And he's a dick. Okay. No, he's a real big dick, so he's an asshole. Oh, okay. Then I suggest we go get your trophy, because I, I, I like being alive. I have... Well, it wasn't that he was going to kill you if you didn't help me get the trophy. It was just he's just not going to kill you. But if you do help me get the trophy, we can bring you back to the village. And I, uh, I have unsettled 
business I need to take care of, so I want to live. So, uh, I, yeah, let's go. Okay, so, um... I'm already by the door. You're already by the door? Yeah. So... I don't have to think. You don't hear any banging anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. Just gotta make sure that doesn't die on me. Wow. So we're at one hour and 19 minutes. Um, I'm gonna have to charge the computer soon. Uh, so... You don't hear any banging, neither of us, any of us hear any banging on the door, mm-hmm. and it's completely quiet. I try to go, I try to see if I could find a way on top to see if I could see, like, any windows and stuff up top. Perception. To look well. into the hallway. Perception. 15. Or no, investigation, sorry, investigation. 21. 21? Yeah. Okay, so it's not. It wasn't difficult. There are windows, but to reach those windows, you would have to get onto the second floor. Basically, it's it's a multi multi story house. It's about maybe three stories tall, right? And you would have to get to the second story to get to that window. And it's about on the other side. And on that side, there's a bit of ground, mm-hmm. right? But there's also the cliff drop. So if you don't get your footing properly and you fall off, you could very well plunge into the drink. What do you do, Batman? Hmm. What about you, Marathal? I'm waiting for them. You want to see Asriel sitting around? Well, yeah, I'm trying to investigate to get a better way. Once you're right here, friend. Um, I'm trying to get up there. But I would need one of you to throw me up there. Okay, no need. So... Oh, well, you just walk up there. Um, okay, so he rolled a 23. Okay. Um, <clears throat> while you guys are discussing with each other uh, he walks like around you guys and he's already trying to pull the door open he rolled a 23 to pull it open too okay. so he's he's rolling it so he's I, pulling I give it, him sorry. my hand okay. I cast fire climb on you oh, oh nice okay. so you use one of your pack slots right yeah. okay. my last mouth slot for it what other spell did you cast mm, I, oh Armageddon yeah, this right yeah. that's right yeah, completely forgot almost. Okay. Um, so you have Spider Klein, and he doesn't pay attention. He's he's pulling the door open. He's actually doing a good job too, because he rolled a twenty-three, <laughs> and because uh, strength is one of his proficiencies, so it's being athletic, and he's pulling the door so open. So I go you, up. Okay. And so I, you, you I, climb I, up. I don't want to check the windows to see where I could find this thing. Like okay. Where'd it go? So you peer into the window, and what you do see is through a, a small opening. You in the window itself, right? Like one of the panes is actually broken. You do see because the other w- panes are actually frosted because of uh-huh. years of grime and not being taken care of. Um, you see a trail of what looks like a trail of blood, right? And you can tell that it's not the blood from the decapitated thing, which is still down there, uh-huh. right on the floor. Its head's still there. Its body's still there. <clears throat> this thing, whatever it was, looks like it climbed upstairs and beelined into a different part of the house going on the right side so while while he's opening the door and having success doing it I go I think he might have went upstairs the creature might have went upstairs because I see blood leading away through the hallway and going upstairs you say that out loud yeah so he could hear it okay and, he looks up at you but I see the trophy right there oh, right sure. where we left it there's something behind you in the ceiling again. I, I don't know if I can see the ceiling that well. I'll take another gander. Maybe I'll, I'll look, but I don't. I didn't see the ceiling last time. I just saw the blood going through, and it looks like it's going up the stairs. 
unless he could somehow fake it. There's uh, a kind of hard to distinguish. Uh, if he went up on the ceiling, blood would still be coming down and raining down like be rain dripping. and right. be dripping. I don't see any drippage, but I'll check. So what? That what? A perception or investigation again? Uh, what are you doing exactly? Well, I'm gonna. He wants me to check to see if I can see the ceiling. I'm gonna see if I can. Investigation. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. You check the ceiling, and there was a little blood there, but whatever was there, perched there briefly, lost patience and left. And you do notice that there are, like, claw marks on there. I think it might have been waiting to ambush us, but I think we took a little while. It's not here. It's not in this room. Okay. I attempt to help. Vroom is it? Uh, Krimni or Black Mane? Open the door. Do you want to do separate athletics, or do you want me to do advantage with mine? Do advantage. Okay. <laughs> I want to marry myself. That's a, That's a 25. Okay. So he pulls the door mm-hmm. open with your assistance, right? He winds up pulling the door open, and it just... And it scrapes against the ground. It's one door is open. You don't have to open the second door, obviously. All right. So. Our point. Okay, since I'm still I'm still peering through this, do I see the monster come back? Because maybe you might have heard the noise and maybe it came back. Um, give me a perception roll. Gotcha. Oh my god. Uh, six. <laughs> we just gotta stick to investigation. <laughs> investigation. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um. No, you, you don't hear anything. As far as you saw the blood, the trail blood, it led off to the second floor of the house, right? Somewhere off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you did notice that it might have been perched up there, but it's not anymore. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, quick question. How long does this spider walk last? Is it concentration? E? E. Okay, I'm concentrating for one hour. I'm sorry. So I'm one hour of concentration. So if he wants to cast like an Eldritch Blast, the effect would way wear off. No. Only if I cast an actual spell with concentration. No, I thought it was just in general. No, so you can do a concentration as well. Mm-hmm. I gotta look into that. That's weird. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I've I always know. played under the whole thing of yeah. if you cast a spell, it breaks the concentration. So, and normally under the rule two cantrips, never mm-hmm. count towards that. Oh shit! No really? What, because you know so well, and you want to have to think about it. Oh, okay. See, all the spells that makes on concentration. But what about? But what about if you cast a, a first level spell that isn't ca- uh, concentration? Wouldn't that break the concentration? No, unless you're playing under different house rules. Oh. That's not. Okay. Damn. Only you only bring concentration if you need concentration, mm-hmm. or you switch with other concentration spells. Oh, okay. Now, for instance, if I was a cleric, I count, I cast bless, and I want you eight, one and then one half and drop. Okay. Did not know that. I've, I guess that was a house rule that I've been playing under the whole time. Because the original for all the other editions was like that. Oh, okay, that might have been it then. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm, I go back down. I go through the door with mm-hmm. them. I follow them. So, <clears throat> Krimnir doesn't bother closing the door mm-hmm. um, when he walks in. He follows E, or mm-hmm. Mirathol. Mirathol. And he goes, yeah. he puts his hand on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, not as disrespect or anything. He goes, you sure you don't want me taking point? If I need you, you know, set right on front, but for now I'm fine. Thank you. Okay, and he gives it a, a, a like a gentle squeeze, and then he steps back, and he follows mm-hmm. right behind you. 
Okay, and I head towards the uh, corpse. Okay, so you head towards the corpse, or we all head towards the corpse, right? I'm I'm gonna be on the wall though, a little behind on the wall. So you're walking be inside or outside? Inside, inside? walking on the wall. <laughs> you're like Nosferatu <laughs> style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spider pig. Spider. Peter Porker here. Peter Porker. Peter Porker. And so let's not get sued. Um, <laughs> it is it is Disney. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was so funny so, the bottles fell. Yeah, go ahead. I'm so t- <laughs> and so, you're you're how are you walking? Two legs, like or on fours? No, so I'm you're just on you're two. just like nonchalantly walking, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's we we see it, and Hermione actually chuckles to himself a little bit, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> start approaching the body. Hermione grabs the head and he goes, "Let's go." All right, I'll follow you. Give me perception rolls. I'll be joining with you. Uh, a mighty six. A mighty Come six. Come on, with this bullshit! <laughs> What'd you get? A four? No, ain't a not. two. Uh-huh. I got natural, natural one, one plus one. Oh, two. so natural one? You don't notice shit. You're too busy walking on the wall. You're like, this is pretty this is fun. <laughs> it's like this is actually a lot of fun. Exactly. I'm, I'm basically like, Toby from Spider-Man Three. <laughs> yeah, basically, you're doing jazz hands, emo haircut. You're like slicking your hair. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I rather. You know, um, yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, perception plus three. He gets a thirteen. Nice. Um, you hear something in the. He hears something, right? You notice. You guys notice his ear twitch, right? Which you can assume is that he heard something, mm-hmm. right? And he reaches for the double blade. He drops the head, reaches for the double bladed scimitar on his back. And begins to draw it out. I did I, you say with entrance you think it went through? It went up the stairs. Okay, what does that entrance look like real quick? The entrance? Mm-hmm. The door that well the door what's left of it was broken, right? It was looked like something crashed through it and it left a trail of blood going down there. How did that archway look above it? Where the door was, like when the door was there was like the top part. It, it looks decrepit, yes. Cool. Eldritch Blast and try and break it now. Okay, give me an attack roll. Oh, what's the range on Eldritch Blast? 120 feet. Oh, yeah, the agonite, yeah. the spear, the Eldritch Spear thing? No, uh, or, that's a natural That's a natural range? range? Yeah, if you net... The, that's 300, uh, right, or something? Oh, okay, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, you have, you're more than enough. So when he's doing this, I'm going to go on the ceiling. I'm going to take my crossbow out. Okay. Thirteen to hit. Thirteen to hit. Yeah. You hit it. Uh, give me a damage roll. I want to see how much damage you do, and this will determine if it if it breaks fully or. So that is a uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Yeah. That's just flat Four out damage. nine. Okay. Yeah. So you do you get to get ten shell this thing again? Yeah. So you do that again. Yes. You swing your. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone who's like around our age will get that reference but anyone below our age right they'll be like what are these nerds talking about <laughs> and so you swing the blade and you just see the same that moon like symbol and you see Hrimnir actually briefly just lets go as he sees the moon symbol right almost like he's infatuated with it and it streaks across and it strikes it and it actually begins to buckle and then give me perception rolls with advantage alright I can't get uh 20 20? Total. Total. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, natural nine. 20? Or? No, no, 20 total. Oh, okay. Nine. Nine? Mm-hmm. Uh, nine. 
Ach, mein Lieben. And um, <laughs> so, you know, you hear at this time, you hear something like if it's manically just running and getting closer towards the door. Uh, he does it again. <laughs> Give me a roll. See if you hit this. Uh, now it's going to be a 15. Yeah, you hit. You hit on a 13, so you hit. You're good. That's going to be... Uh, not, uh, simple math. Uh, sorry. 10 force damage. 10 force damage. So this thing actually lunges through the doorway. As you do this, you swing your blade, and you hear a wolf howl mm -hmm. in the distance. And it strikes the doorway, and it actually clips this thing, too, pushing it back a little bit, because if it had it, it would have actually made it out. But that force damage pushes it back a little. It strikes the doorway, and the doorway collapses on this thing. And this thing starts convulsing and trying to claw its way out. Grab the trophy and let's go. Hmm? He says it. Night, night. Grab the trophy and let's go. And he walks out. Hrimnir goes, <clears throat> I have a better idea. I, and he winds up. Are you going to attack? Yeah, ray sickness. Ray sickness on right, the right, right on the thing that got caught in the door. Okay. Give me a roll. And you see Hrimnir takes out the d double bladed scimitar and he winds up splitting it in two and he winds up flowering the blades and he starts okay. walking towards it. Alright. I start walking on time. Give us oh, a. Oh, duh, stupid. So stupid. Uh, 14. 14? That's a hit, right? Um, give me advantage because okay. it is technically. Fourteen. 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 <laughs> you don't quite hit it. Well, okay. actually, no. I'm gonna actually reduce its armor class. Yes, you do hit it. Sorry, because oh. it is prone and it is can't it move. it can't yeah. move. Yeah. So I'm reducing its armor class. Yes, you do hit it. Roll damage. That's six, right? Six and eight. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Where Outline you? A con save throw. Oh. Oh, right. Ray sickness. I thought it was a crossbow bolt for a second. No. Um. No, that's from yours, dice. Three, so it doesn't. Um, so it is poisoned. Poison, yeah. Um, you wind up, where are you strike shooting this ray of sickness exactly? Well, I'm gonna aim for its head. You aim for its it head. Stuck and I'm just okay. Right so you full on blast its head, and it's this blast is bigger than the first one you did. It actually starts out small, and then as it, like the second it leaves his hand, right, it goes from being like this thin beam to this big, huge. Basically, this—it's almost like uh, the final flash, basically from uh, DBZ, and it oh, shoots yeah, out yeah, and well. blasts this thing in the head, and this thing's dead. It—it <laughs> it, it starts convulsing a little bit and then just falls, and the poison begins to basically eat away at the tissue to the point where the flesh comes off and nothing's left but basically some bone and maybe a little bit of you know a patch of fur here and there. And then you have a trophy, my friend. Yes. I have two trophies now. And so... Um, is the thing the on. same size as the one I, the one that we killed earlier? Oh, no. It is much no, bigger. bigger. It's bigger. It's the parent. Oh, you can oh, assume that it was the, the thing, parent. Uh, the wing. The, it's clipped. That's the one that's clipped with the, the blood? The claw. The okay. one claw. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow. We didn't even have to do combat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would have been now, rough. Now you know how he feels. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Yeah. We go, and you see Remember he that. winds up... Water Sphere. Water Sphere? I gotta hear the story later. <laughs> so, he rolled a natural 20 um, on a strength check. So, he literally just 
grabs it by like a bowling ball. He grabs the eyes, right, and rips the head out. Oh. And he rips it out. It's the, the entire spine comes out. It's like something out of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like and a you predator. See, and you see he smiles at it. It, it, it's a little disturbing that he's smiling at it, and he tosses it up, grabs it by the spine, and ignoring the fact that there's like blood on it and just ichor, and he just flings it on his back, and he just he looks at you guys and goes, "Thanks," and he just starts walking. And then as he's walking, he scoops up the little one's head, and he carries that too. He Yummy. Mm -hmm. Yummy. So I follow him, and I fix my drink sword. So you, you, you send your sword away again? Mm -hmm. Okay, your sword goes away. What do you I, do? Well, you know, I walk. So you spider walk? I walk down the, you okay. know, the It's roof. only been about maybe 15 minutes and or so, I right? Okay. We're, we're addressing this pretty quickly. I, I'll warn him before Yeah, I yeah okay. Down. He's like, dude, <laughs> you're climbing a, you're climbing the tallest building in the city, and you only got five minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm walking with my hands okay. in my pockets. Like Give me. So you guys exit out. And you see, Krimnir hurries over to his, who you assume is his, well, who you know is his dad. Mm -hmm. And are you guys right next to him, or? I am. Okay, what about you? I'm a little back. Okay. Mm -hmm. He thumbs to you, he goes, Mirathol, you, you told his name, Astraeus? Yeah. Astraeus, and he pushes both heads onto his dad, very disrespectfully, right? And he goes, your turn, shut up. And you see, you don't need to do perception rolls. You see, mm -hmm. just everyone's eye, like their jaws are dry. Like, did he just really speak that way to the chief? Like, I know it's his son, but you know, come on, a little respect, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so now, after he gives him the heads, I take off mm -hmm. my hood and my scarf. Oh, you're wearing a hood and scarf? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. No, okay. Because no, no, I didn't describe myself. Okay. It was all in the plan because. The, the the way I'm gonna play my character, right, that's right. what he that's what he right. would do. Yeah. So he takes, and all you see is like his face. It, it looks like it got hit by a, like a fire a little bit. So there's like a burn mark like, here, like a, like a scar, but it's not a burn mark. Like you could tell it's not a burn mark. Okay. But it it's weird how it looks. Okay, it's a scar, but it yeah. Okay. Like like it's etched like a burn mark, but it's not. It's like someone purposely disfigured you in yeah. some way. Okay. So. And then I just take a deep breath and I'm like, <sighs> and I just shake and I shake my hair, and it's like, um, I would say it's not long. It's maybe about show like a little less than shoulder length hair. Okay, so you have about shoulder length hair. Yeah, Rimnir has long hair. Like, yeah. it's it's going down like pretty much like touching the base of his, mm -hmm. a little bit beyond the base of his spinal cord or his backbone essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> so in the distance, you just hear the sound of like just two very large creatures being pulled. You see, in each arm, he's holding reins and two saddled dire wolves, right? And he presents them towards you, and he goes, "Here's your ride." Okay, nothing. Is that let me ride or nothing? The medicine can you while he whistles and both sit down. So you get on. It, it it's a, you know a little weird at first, but it gets used to you really quickly because you can tell that these things are very obedient. And he whistles again, and you get on too. They when you guys get on, they lift up, and Krimnir's walking basically between you two, basically 
you know, mm. making sure these things don't act up because they are still animals. Yes. So something could spook them, or something else could happen. Mm. So. So we headed towards your village. Yeah, it's uh, probably about a couple hours down the road. Anything out of the ordinary? Um, I mean, you've pretty much seen what everyone else looks like. Okay. So if you've seen me, you've seen them too. Okay. So, um, but they tend to be narrow-minded too towards okay. outsiders. So hence the reason why I had to get this to make sure you guys came with us. So. Well, I appreciate that. And well, you do me a solid, I do you a solid. Agreed. So, and then, you know, you can also figure out what you are doing here, or why you're here. Because, that's a bit odd. I've, I, trust me, I've I've hung out with some people, and have those type of nights. I've never woke up in an entirely different place before. Well, (laughs) I've woken up in an entirely different place before. When he goes, he begins to ramble on, he says, well, technically, this one time, he just starts telling these stories off. Um, then he comes. Can I ask you something? Yeah. The place we were at, does it hold any significance? It used to belong to a very wealthy but cruel individual. Um, he's long gone now, but he did things. Wonderful things, but at a terrible price. Um. Those flying things were one of those things, so. Okay. You look like you have something to say? When, uh, when you said, oh, you can find out what you're doing here, mm-hmm. I, I get upset, and then I, I, I mutter something to should myself. I, should I incite it? Do you if want me to incite it? If you need to. Okay. Or, no, actually, no, what is it so you could hear me? A perception. perception. Yeah, yeah, because okay. I mutter it to myself. Okay. Perception, okay. That's a twenty, not natural twenty. That's a twenty. Um, dirty twenty. Hmm. Dirty twenty. Uh, a yeah, dirty twenty. A dirty twenty. Uh, yeah, dirty you 20. hear me mutter? I was so close. I almost figured it out. And you notice, well, you don't have to perceive. It's because it's a familiar sight. Mm-hmm. Do you want to notice this too? Sure. Okay. Um, you don't have to do perception. You because know, you've already experienced it as well. His ear twitches, signifying that he has heard something. You don't know whether it is what mm-hmm. you said, but his ear does twitch. Okay. Um, I'm going to test his hearing. Like, because I've seen it twitch again. Mm-hmm. I went, and so I say something very, like, very faint. Like, almost like I don't say anything. It's like more like an audible noise. You want me to take it with disadvantage? Oh. Or. If, if you want. Well, no. I'm, I, I'm, I don't, this is the one do, moment where the DM it. becomes the player. <laughs> I'm trying just, to, like. You could just roll. Just a regular roll? Okay. Yeah. Thirteen. All right. So you you hear it, like, he but hears. I'm like it's barely like it's like a like a like like a Michael Myers, like a breathing. Yeah. Like you notice again, his ear twitches. Uh-huh. And, and I just I I smile. Okay, and you can assume now yeah, that, that he definitely heard did me. heard what you said, and he's he's purposely playing ignorant. <laughs> it's more. It's not that he's trying to insult you. It's more of an. Uh, mm-hmm trying to respect your privacy and your bounds and not dig into something that based off of what he heard could very well have been painful for you mm-hmm. so and he's just leading you guys through this forest um within this two hour walk uh is there something you guys want to do talk to each other anything like that 
or do you want to just treat this as a fast travel moment? Because um, these woods seem very... It's like these woods don't fuck with these people type of vibe, essentially. Because they're very much riding nonchalantly, just very relaxed. They have weapons at the yeah. ready, but they are riding relaxed. So what were you doing before you woke up in this place? Erring for the mistress. Mm, okay. All right. That's cool. Um, nice. Have you been... How long have you been doing that for? About a century. Ooh, wow. Okay, uh, pretty old there, huh? <laughs> he's, he's not paying mind. He's he's trying to give you guys, you know, yeah. privacy. He's just leading them well, the wolves. We do what we must. And I do have a longer lifespan than most. I agree. I agree. We do what we must do. What about you? Um. Uh. I was essentially looking for me, but it's not me. I'm looking for something. A creature or yourself? I don't know, but it wasn't me. I just know it looked like me. Have I heard anything DM that sounds like that? So what were you searching for? Or what were you... I was searching for me. You're searching for you? But it wasn't me. I don't That's know what it... That's super cryptic. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know what it was. Yeah. <sighs> Give me an insight check, because that is so... With disadvantage, because that is super cryptic. I don't know anyway. The answer was within us all along. <laughs> what answer? <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not a knock. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Um, mm. One total. Hmm? <laughs> one total. One total? Yeah. All right. You uh, can't discern what he says. He's like, there's a part of you. Mean. Yeah. Uh, okay. S something happened that I got this. Okay. But they punished me because they thought I did something. But I didn't. It's just the thing that did it looked exactly like me. So you're saying something to your visitors? Yes. And committed heinous acts, and you took the blame from it. Yeah, because everybody else saw me, but they didn't see me. I understand. Now it's a bit clearer. Yes. It, it, I don't mean to be cryptic, but I can't explain it to you. No. Any any way other than that because I nobody saw me but they did see me. They thought it was you. Yes. What's in the box? <laughs> I understand. So I'm trying to figure out what it was. I've only seen it once. And that's where if you don't mind me asking. Uh uh saying you insert name later? It was in a place I was very comfortable with. Okay. So. I don't know of anything of this sort. But if I find anything out, I'll be sure and pass it in a way. Neither do I, which is weird. I've been studying so many different books for such a long time. I 
just don't know what that is. And I don't, I'm sure there's tons of books I could study, which is what I was on my way to go to. I, mm-hmm. I heard of a rumor that there might be certain books that are hidden from certain people. What you just need to know who to ask and, as and you where say to go. This, his ears twitch again, and this time he can't ignore what you're saying. Uh-huh. And he, he just looks over his shoulder and says, It sounds like you might want to visit the Antonaeum. The what? Where is this Antonaeum? I don't know, but it's a place with lots of books. Mm-hmm. And it has every book, and by lots I mean every book that's ever been written. Um... I overheard it from a traveler that came to our village a long time ago when I was a wee little guy, uh, pup, as it were. And uh, he mentioned how this wonderful place called the Antonaeum, and it had every book ever to have been written. Interesting. Do you know where this Antonaeum is? I don't. Would your dad know, maybe? Maybe. He could. You'd have to ask him yourself. I mean, or I could ask him for you, but we're not exactly on the greatest speaking terms, in case you couldn't tell. I'll, I'll ask him myself. Thank you. But, you know, some things, you know, need to be handled by yourself, per- yourself personally, so. I understand. And he goes back to just looking straight forward, just leading the wolves by their reins. Then, uh, now I'm just, like, so deep in thought that if mm-hmm. you talk to me... I'm not gonna hear you, cause now I'm just in my head, like, and you could see, like, like you could see the wheels turning in my head, the cogs like starting to spin, and I'm just trying mm-hmm. to think, and I'm just thinking. Well, so he's lost in thought. I look, our new companion. Mm-hmm. You seem, I know, needs to have reverence for my blade. My chance. Perhaps you know it. He smirks, and he goes. It just reminds me of someone close to me. Would you like to see it again? I'm trying to learn about the weapon. Sure, if you want. And I'll summon it. So you summon it, and it has that sound again of you know wolves running through a forest, and then also the sound of the howls that precede it or follow it, and. He smiles again, right? And I hold out to him. To, to touch? Mm-hmm. He lets go of your wolf for a moment. <clears throat> How? What's your reaction of him letting go of the wolf? No panic. No panic? No okay. And the wolf doesn't do anything. The wolf is as if it's still being led by the reins. And he actually touches it. He touches the pommel in particular, mm-hmm. the the wolf. I'm going to be holding it. Not yeah. Right yeah. yeah. And he touches it. And give me insight. This, this is gonna be an insight roll. Do do I hear the howl? Yeah, you hear. Yeah, yeah. So that I that you've, I you've think heard. that brings me my attention to Okay, so you you want to look at the sword too, or no? I'm just looking at them interact. I'm like. Okay. Do you want to try to read from near too or no? Don't want to try to no. Insight him? No. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. You see a look on his face. It, it's a very nostalgic look, and there's a bit, just a slight hint, very slight, minute hint of melancholy. It's a smile, but there is a little bit of a sadness to it, right? 
but ever so slight. And then he retracts his hand from it and starts l grabbing the reins again. And he looks at you and goes, Thank you. No problem. I uh, make Just it. Poofs. Poof it, it disappears, and then there's again that slight howl <laughs> as it disappears. And you do know anything of it besides your memories? It reminds me of someone, like I said. If you ever hear anything about the name, please pass me on all the information. I will. And uh, I hope the memory brings you some kind of solace. And uh, you see for a moment, he, he grabs, he, he holds onto the, the tattoo of the wolf. He puts his hand over it. A little bit. And then he continues to lead. I give him a Solomon nod and I say no more. You want anything else? Okay. So that takes up a good two hours. And while you guys are walking, or as you complete your journey to the village, you notice the village is borderline like a town size, right? It, <clears throat> they this, this village, or yeah, village of these animalistic looking people there's some people who look similar to the wolves there's one that actually looks a little bit like a fox there's another one that looks somewhat resembling of a coyote another one that resembles even uh, a big burly dude that looks like a bear right you see this menagerie of different essentially animalistic looking individuals mm -hmm. and they stop and as you know the one who's leading them is the, the, the group is Krimnir, right? Should be his father, but his father's in the back with his hunting buddies, essentially, and holding on to the basically the spine skull of that creature, and then the skull, the head of the baby thing tied towards its, uh, tied to his saddle. And Krimnir's just leading you guys through, and they stop and stare. Uh, give me insights. A lot of rolling this episode. Fifteen. Fifteen? Eighteen. Eighteen, damn. So, <clears throat> you guys, remembering what Ramir said to you guys earlier, you guys pick up on that, okay, it's because we're outsiders that they're looking at us. It's more of like, what are they doing here? Mm. How could, why did the chief let me in? It's also that, there's also a little side glance of Ramir. Why is he taking charge? Mm -hmm. That type of look. So he leads you guys to what passes as the stables for the town. And the village, I said town, the village itself is, it's comprised of all wood-made houses, essentially, right? Good. Does anybody look at, what was his name, Grim Grimnir? No. Krimnir. Krimnir. Does, any, does anybody look at him, like, not in a disdained way? Like, um, they're like, like in... Not like super proud, but like they're like, oh wow, like in a positive sort of way instead of just be like, what the hell no is he one, leading them? No one in this crowd right now. Okay. There are more people. This isn't the entire village. Mm -hmm. It's just a select few that are that happen to be at the front, particularly mm -hmm. like the guards at the gate and, you know, some people who are in the immediate area. Right. Okay. And he just ignores it and just starts leading you guys past it and towards what passes us off the stable. The village itself is quite large, right? For what I guess what you guys would might have expected for something that might be a very primitive mm -hmm. group of individuals, but they are far from primitive. 
they actually have wood housing, right? And um, uh, they it looks like an actual village. Like you can tell, there's like a a pub, like a proper pub and like a proper inn, and just like nestled in this. It's almost as if it's like isolated from the rest of the world, separated from it by the forest itself. Okay. And so he leads you guys to the stables, and he hitches the wolves to a post, and then he feeds each of them. You see he goes to basically like a, would be like a, a trough almost, takes out a huge slab of meat, right? Mm-hmm. Tosses it between both of them, right? And you guys are still on, right? And they both grab it <laughs> and start pulling. They don't fight for it. They just start pulling it. Like, they, they understand, we'll rip it in half, and whoever gets what gets what. And they just start tearing at this meat. So what do you guys want to do? Uh, I think I'll get off. Okay. So you guys get off. Yeah, and then the same. You get off. So you guys get off, and what would you like to do? Uh, is there anywhere we could rest? Well, at least me. There's an inn down the road. Um, I'll go with you guys because they might be uh, narrow-minded Thank- and refuse service. When's the last time you guys had outsiders in this village? Last time that trader came in, basically. That the traveler. The castle. The traveler. Whatever that. Whenever that traveler who told me about the NTM. We don't get many people. He's a trader. Trader, as in a trader, like someone who trades goods. Oh, I not a trader, not like Benedict her. Arnold. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I'm like, no. uh, what? <laughs> a traveling trader. Okay. A merchant, I'll say. There you mm-hmm. go. Okay. Is there any reason why? Is, is it because the villages are so far apart as one of the reasons? The gentleman who owned that house, we're here because of him. Or at least my ancestors were here because of him. Okay. Part now, wonderful thing he did. Yeah. We didn't always look this handsome. I respect that. So, I was born into this, so. I'm hungry. That in sounds good. Hope you like meat. <laughs> <laughs> that was not supposed to come out like that. <laughs> you took it there. <laughs> you took it there. I'm trying not to say Ernie, you're, 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 My autocad, my... I kind of did that on purpose to see what your responses were. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> see who would break first. Um, <clears throat> yes. No, I'm not. Oh, you're oh, raising your hand like, yes, young man, student. <laughs> May I go to the bathroom? Can you? Um, uh, <laughs> so he goes. Ends down the block. Um, I'll go with you guys so they don't. There's any problems. Also, the uh, the innkeep starter has a thing for me, so maybe I can get us a good or get you guys a good rate. You do have some coin on you, right? Yeah. Uh, you need to accept loaning coins. They accept legal tender. Yeah. Okay. But they they don't interact with outsiders much. But Dad does like to go out. And visit civilized society, as it were. Hmm. Understand. Okay. Uh, may I ask you where you stay? 
where I stay. We need you, being that you're so hostile to outsiders here. I don't want to monopolize your company, but I'll stay with the innkeeper's daughter today. Ah, you read my mind, brother man. That's <laughs> real. Are you also trying to come in the innkeeper's daughter? No, she's I not just... into that. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just figured because we're outsiders, I don't think we should be far from him. No, he made. Oh, the, yeah. I'm so. The way, I'm a Karen here. The way you said that. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I assume you were talking to her. So. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Um, she wouldn't be into that. No, this is the DMs. She, he's saying she wouldn't be into it because while she would acknowledge you guys being there, but it's as long as he's there too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he wouldn't want anything to happen to you while he's away. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So. I'll stay with the innkeeper's daughter. Thank you. Thanks. Don't worry about it. I owe you guys anyway. And so, <clears throat> you're concluded everything at the stable? At the stable? Yeah. Yeah, I okay. so. Yeah. So, he leads you to the inn. The inn is called the Duskfall Tavern mm-hmm. and Inn. It has that and ampersand, not the ampersand. Yeah, ampersand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right there, and in. Like, it needs to associate the fact that it is a tavern and in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to just the tavern or pub that's beside it that isn't an inn. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so, as you guys are walking, give me... Well, actually, you don't need to. You guys already noticed there are eyes on you mm-hmm. as he's leading you guys. And there are moments where they there's, like, one person, like, like gives you, like, a snide look, like, ugh really and he Krimnir actually growls at them and then they shake their head and like back off um and as you guys get to the Duskfall Tavern and Inn um he pulls open the door and he goes right this way so as you enter all everyone stops it's you can hear a pin drop right and everyone just stops and stares at these two, one elf and one human, right? And they all cock their head. Men, women, right? Just all cock their heads, raise an eyebrow, and then Krimir pushes between you two, right? Briskly. And stands there, and then everyone just stops and starts going back to drinking or talking, whatever they're doing. Um, enjoying their libations, as it were. And so... Krimnir says go get a table if you can find one and uh, I'll do some talking and so he separates from you guys and goes towards the bar counter and you immediately notice he starts talking to quite an attractive looking young lady who resembles of his type of people Mm -hmm. so so go find a table gentlemen I'm going to find a Okay, so you it, it, you find a table. It takes a few minutes, right? Because this place is packed, mm-hmm. and um, you find a table, and there are no seats though. It seems like the seats that were there, right, were taken to other tables to fit tables that were basically smaller to have more people. Like when you overcrowd a table at a bar, sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like the tall standing chairs. So there is a table, but there is no seating for it. It's a, a high top table too. That's fine. I'll stand at the table and wait. Yeah, you guys, you're six foot, you're six foot eight. So mm-hmm. Hrimnir's about six foot two. So you we're guys are about equal height. Yeah, too. they're all about equal height, and then you tower over us. <laughs> so. 
I'm just standing there right now trying to see if I can find an open seat soon. Okay. Uh, give me a perception roll, both of you. Let me see if you hear any. Nine. Nine? Yeah. Uh, Nine. Uh, I'm sorry, no, eleven. Eleven? Fifteen. Fifteen. So you guys hear in the distance, uh, just all around you, actually, um, just like off-side comments, like, hey, why did he bring outsiders here? And he says, would well, you see that one? That knife here? Which you know that's a derogatory mm-hmm. term. Huh. I am saying, call me when you have some. You don't know who it came from. You just hear it. You just hear it from somewhere. There's just all terms. He goes, What about that pink one? The human. I I smirk a little bit and I I put my hands. Just. How do we know they won't kill us, huh? (sighs) Should we? No, no, no. Maybe. And then Hrimnir <coughs> comes back, and he drops down a key on your table, and he goes, on the house. Question. Yeah. You know, people respect Almin as an interrogatory mean, my friend. They respect strength. What's it all to? You see Hrimnir smiles, right? And he just nods at you guys, right? And he walks, and he just... That's good. He got a 26. (laughs) You see, he just nonchalantly grabs someone, the head of some guy on another table, pulls back his head, and smashes it into the table. (laughs) Right? Face first. Blood goes all over the place. Teeth fly. Right? And the guy's knocked out. The guy's completely out. And he pushes him aside. And he smiles at you. And then the whispers that you were beginning to hear all around, they... They stop. They go back to just talking to each other, not about you guys. Like they're like just trying to stay away from talking about Hrimnir whatsoever. So. Yes, yes, Astraeus. What do you oh, want no. to do? I see that. I I take my hands out of my sleeves, mm-hmm. and I make believe like I'm going towards you, and right. I'm gonna trip, and I'm gonna put my hand. On like to hold myself up with my hands on my shoulders, mm-hmm. and then but I look, well, I'm looking down, and I just mutter something like to like, like a whisper. No, no, no. Or just a whisper. Okay, perception roll. No. Oh. I'm using my spell. Oh. To what's... try to touch the guy's shoulder, so a noise could come from his shoulder. Who shot the guy who Hrimir just, just knocked the, no, out, no, 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 or just just, random just, just some person. random guy? Just okay. Some random guy. Okay. What's the spell? It's. I'm just gonna say. The magical manipulation. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. Hang on over here, and it's gonna sound like it's coming from this side. Okay, let me see. From where I touched him. Okay, he rolled a natural nineteen. Um, <laughs> I'll do it with disadvantage because no, 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 because the fact that he's more focused on the fact that Hrimnir just knocked out some guy, like shit. Roll the natural 20. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> natural 19, you know what it is? And so, he actually looks at you as you touch him. He doesn't hear anything or show that he hears anything. You don't see any twitching or anything. But he looks at you and he goes, Can I help you? No, I just tripped. Sorry. Damn straight, you're sorry. And he shrugs your arm off and he goes back to drinking. Alright. So... 
I look at you and I go, so, just brute strength will impress people? Some people. You got to be cunning about it, too, sometimes. And let's see if he can be cunning about it. Uh, that's a natural 17, but let me see. Uh, what's his slate of hand? This is great. Okay, so he gets a 20, dirty 20. And he... You you barely see it, right? Uh -huh. he, you only see it because he wants you to see these parts. And then it's just like a quick swipe. And then he just drops a small coin purse onto the middle of the table. <laughs> I'm okay. I smile because... I'm I'm looking at the guy I touched, mm -hmm. and I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for him to move his shoulder, because when he moves his shoulder, the thing's gonna pop. And I when I and I just put my arm in the sleeve, and I'm just gonna. What wait. are you doing, by the way? Hmm? Mirathon. I ran the key in the room when mm -hmm. we knew it behind any okay. morons. <laughs> and, <laughs> Smart. And I'm going to stand up and join my friend mine at bar. Who at the bar? Yeah, no, right. we're, no, at, the no we're at the table. We're at the table right. still. At the I mean, table. Yeah. Right right now we're getting into the ego phase of things. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like gonna, we seem to be getting along good right now. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you when you're going to the bar for something to eat, how does it work here? Sure. Drinks on him. And um, he takes the coin purse. One one second guys. Hold on. I whistle. Okay. Just to get a reaction from the guy, so he right. can move his shoulder. So, you whistle, right? And the guy just twitches a little bit, and then moves his shoulder like this. You know, he rotates his shoulders, and then tries to shake off whatever he felt. So, now the voices go, "Hey, over here," because I want him to look that way. Okay. When he looks the other way, mm -hmm. I'm gonna quickly take out my dagger, mm -hmm. slice his cheek. And swipe his coin purse at the same time. <laughs> give me, give me an attack roll and a sleight of hand check. Yeah, I don't even know how to do All right, the attack roll was uh ten plus advantage because he's not expecting it; he's distracted. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Okay, so that's seventeen, and then the sleight of hand is also yeah. Advantage. You hit, so you you do nick him in the cheek. He and see your sleight of hand if he even notices. Let's see. What? Natural twenty. <laughs> Effortlessly, it's right. It's like that's it. We don't even see the fact that you took his coin purse, right? We just see you nick him, right? And he's, he's he feels it. He's like he thinks it's like a bug. He, he touches his cheek and he's actually bleeding. <laughs> um, actually, do me a one d four because you're not trying to hurt him. So do give no. me a one d four damage roll for him. Again, three, three. It's it's not just like a, a graze, mm -hmm. right? It's actually pretty deep. Like you went in like maybe three inches okay. into like actually cutting him on his cheek, and he's actually like bleeding now. <laughs> and he grabs his chin. He actually just starts leaving the bar. I go, drinks on that guy, and I give you his coin purse. And so he he opens your coin purse, opens it, and he puts the he marries the two coin purses, tosses the other one, and then ties it up. There are about maybe fifteen gold coins in there. Okay. So yeah, so. 15 gold coins that can buy 
plenty of drinks. <laughs> and he shakes it and he goes, to waking up in strange places. Yeah. <laughs> For the first time since everything turned, you see a small smile on, on Mirathol's face. face. All right. Uh, do you guys want to take a small break? And yeah. then we'll go back to the enjoying drinks part of the story? Okay. okay. All right. We'll be back in a few minutes, folks. I just... I just... we left off our heroes or traveling companions as it were strange bedfellows <laughs> were heading over to the bar courtesy uh with 15 ill-gotten coins <laughs> and ill-gotten earn it's a matter of perception yeah exactly exactly i was just exactly, showing you exactly. you know i was just showing you the my skill strength, yeah you know? exactly mm. you know mixture mixture of batman right there <laughs> um so leading the pact as it were. Um, Krimnir heads to the bar. He pushes forcefully the two people who are crowding around him to make enough room for both of you. And he flags over the girl he was talking to earlier. She comes over, and she looks at you, and unlike the others, she doesn't give you that disdain look, right? That look of disdain. Mm -hmm. But you also sense that it could very well be because from what you've gathered information from Krimnir, right? It's because he's with you. Mm-hmm. So you could tell basically if you, he wasn't here, maybe she would probably may have not seen you or may have just been like very rude and be like, what do you want? Right. But instead she comes up to you and she actually says, how can I help you? And he goes, Hermione goes, I'll take my usual. And she rolls her eyes at him and smiles. She looks to you, Astraeus. You guys wouldn't happen to have water around, would you? She looks at you. She goes, we have water. Uh, Just water? Yeah. Water, wink, or just water? Just water. Okay, she's like, just have to make sure. (laughs) And then she looks at you. I'll have what he's having. I point towards. uh, And Ramir looks at you, and he puts his hand, and he's like, no disrespect, my friend, <laughs> but this is bad. You sure? You only need him once, right? Exactly why I'm asking. Complete that pan. Turn it on. All right. He slaps your back, right? And mm-hmm. goes, two then. And he tosses her the 15 gold coins. Just keep them coming. <laughs> Until my face is numb. <laughs> and so she winds up going off and she winds up getting, uh, what do you call it? Uh, she winds up coming back with two big tankards, uh, mm-hmm. one in 
not one in each hand, two in one hand, and then what looks like normally doubles, a shot gla- double shot glass, mm-hmm. right? Filled with a brackish, like amber-colored liquid, right? And rests them down, and the beer, because it's like overflowing a little bit, spills over the uh, the tankard, and you see Hrimnir slides one over to you, I'm and then... I'm going to make my bat, I'm carrying her one minute, please. <laughs> <laughs> and Hrimnir takes one of the double sh- the shots of that amber brackish liquid, and then the, the other, okay. the, the ale is basically a standard lager. It's like a blonde lager, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Something qu- uh, akin to like a Guinness Blonde, or uh, if Budweiser didn't taste like shit, that type of thing. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Listen, Budweiser's carbonated water. It's seltzer water. Yeah, yeah. it is. But <laughs> if it wasn't seltzer water, essentially. Um, <laughs> and so he winds up passing that to you, and he says, he goes like, looks up to you, smiles, and he, he looks at you, and he says, you sure? Yeah. Each their own. And he drops the shot glass, or what mm-hmm. you can consider as a shot glass down in there and it starts fizzing violently in there and before it could actually shoot up like a almost like a science experiment like the volcano Chug he chugs the whole thing I mean the same I attempt to okay. do the same thing um, let me clarify <laughs> it's your first drink mm-hmm. so don't worry about it right oh okay a few seconds go by and you're feeling pretty toasty you're feeling pretty good it's like alright I'm pretty good mm-hmm. and she comes back with more. Hrimir does the same thing. He downs his. Are you going to be downing yours? I'll have one more. One more? Okay. This one, give me a check to see if you're drunk. Constitution? Constitution, yeah. 14. 14? Mm-hmm. You're not drunk, but you're starting to feel a little tipsy. Like, you feel very agreeable. Like, mm-hmm. you, if you're at that stage where, like, someone could say something that's really offensive and you'd be like... It's okay, man. You know, <laughs> you know. Um, Grimnir waves are over again, right? Mm-hmm. He does the same thing. Downs his. What are you doing? Are you gonna food? Oh yes. <laughs> so Grimnir is gonna do a con save. Food. He rolled a natural one. Uh, <laughs> he's drunk. He's no, he's not passed out, but he's he's drunk, right? It, it's hit him harder because he's at, he has an empty stomach and he had three. You only had two, yeah. right? So he's he's actually. He's at that phase where he's like, not only is he agreeable, but he's 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 starting to get there. And so, <laughs> you see, when she notices this, you don't even have to do an insight check or a perception. She's like, she rolls her eyes at this, like, oh great, again, I have to carry him up the stairs now, that type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes, "What would you want? We're limited in what we have, but what you recommend?" Um. Well, we have nice cut of steak. We have some fish, if that's your your thing but the fish is limited we only have salmon currently it is spawning season for them then let me have the steak please I'll the steak wanna... how would you like your parrot parrot uh, medium rare. medium so mm. she goes off she writes it down how about you that sounds good so you medium see rare steak. you see she writes two medium rares and then she starts just writing a bunch of other stuff underneath it right like it's like a laundry list of things do you guys want to see if you could Yes. Perceive oh, it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Nah. Why don't you put in my food, bro? <laughs> Facts. Oh, shit. I don't know. What is it? What is it? Four. Four. What'd you wait, roll? Wait, wait. I keep messing up with one that new positive. Six. Six? Okay. Yeah. I rolled a six. Or six? <laughs> you, it, the, the dice check isn't that difficult. You mm. do, 
together you're able to get p bits and pieces and you notice that it's more food right and you can quickly assume that she's not writing more food for you guys yeah. she's writing more food for Hrimnir like mm. she already knows yeah. he's gonna need it and he should have it mm. what so. other stuff do you guys have uh, by any chance you see she gets done writing the like the mm. long list right mm. and she goes uh exactly what whatever I'm starving steak is great but I don't think it's sides you up. want sides sure mixed vegetables carrots le uh, leeks yeah Leeks, potatoes, corn, that's in season. I'll take mixed vegetables and Mixed vegetables potatoes. and yeah. potatoes? Okay. Would you like any sauces with that? A butter? Lemon butter sauce, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you? Or would you like the village's special? No. No? No, lemon sure? butter sounds fine. You got me at that one. How about you? Village special. Village special? What would you... It's a type of sauce. What mm -hmm. would you... Yeah, it's ain't that with it. That's all. That's all? On the steak? Yeah. Okay. So she goes and fulfills the order. Krimir flags her over again. He downs his drink. He's fine. Uh, <clears throat> rolled a natural 15 plus his con, so he's fine. Nice. Um, let me see what that is actually, though. Uh, oh, okay, so he rolled an 18. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, he's fine. He downs it like nothing, and he flags her over one more time, but he doesn't do this the drink just yet right mm -hmm. it's gonna take a few minutes for the food are you guys talking want to talk about anything Krimnir's drunk i want to be i want to try to see if i could take the drink from his hand okay and just try it you take you it's just beer you're, you're grabbing he hasn't mixed the concoction yet oh i know okay so you just grab the beer mm -hmm. and he looks at you and he goes about time and he's he's like he's that, like he's moving back and forth like he's like balancing. No, I was gonna do that. You I was gonna do. I was gonna grab it and look at it without him noticing. So like, do you want to still do that? Do you? What do you want to do exactly, guys? Like, because like, you were gonna mix it anyway, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to do that sleight of hand? Do you want him to do a sleight of hand or? I do it. Okay. And then I laugh and I go. A little too slow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so he already grabs it by the time you try to go for it, mm -hmm. right? And there's that moment where it's like you guys have the same idea. Actually, you know what? <laughs> that art even for a <laughs> Oh, really? Okay, roll off, roll off. Right, I love these. Right, right, um, right, right, right. add initiative. So now it's eleven for me. Oh, come on, one time. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, 18 plus one. 2. 18? <laughs> he is faster than you yeah. with that regard. In that regard, he grabs before you can, right? And mm -hmm. he just, you, you drop it in like he did. And then you down the whole thing. Um, You don't drink often, you said? Yeah. Not often? Give me a con save. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's a 20 altogether. 20 altogether? Mm -hmm. You're fine. You, you, you feel a little toasty. Mm -hmm. But, you know, nothing really to write home about right and okay. the taste oh i forgot to even describe the taste um the taste is pretty unique um mm -hmm. you know what paint thinner smells like mm -hmm. yes now imagine if you can accompany a taste to it bacardi uh superior <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like no, border Bacardi <laughs> superior. <laughs> I haven't had that so i can't say it tastes like rubbing alcohol <laughs> okay so yeah imagine having <laughs> 
paint thinner, right? But rubbing alcohol dropped into it as yes. a as a chaser. Mm. Um, mm. That's what it tastes like. And it, it, the thing is, it goes down smooth at first. Uh-huh. And then there's a bit of an afterburn, yeah, right, yeah. that comes up like yeah. a volcano erupting, mm. and I, I my you start to you start to feel it like in your <laughs> chest a little bit. You're like, <clears throat> Whoa! And you notice, you remember, he just downed like four of them just now, oh. right? And he flagged her. He's like, he looks at, it, he says, flags are over, and this time she brings over three drinks. <laughs> and oh wait, no, your drink you never drink, so you still have yours. Right? What? Did yeah. you order one? Oh no, you ordered just food, right? Yeah. yeah okay, so she brings one just out of instinct for you because your food's gonna be coming soon, for him, and then one for you, right? I, so, shall we eat it bit first before we take the next drink? You see, Hermir oh, drops it in. He oh, downs oh, it. The food hasn't come yet. The food hasn't come yet. <laughs> All right, you gonna so do it too? I'll drink that. Yeah. Okay. I give him a chunk. Yeah. Natural twenty. <laughs> He's he despite the twenty he's still uh, drunk so. Oh damn no no that's not good. No. What'd you get? In total of four. Oh <laughs> no. You're you're tipsy virgining on drunk like you you're not quite you're not quite losing your balance but you're you're getting there right. Um but you see Hrimnir he's grinning from ear to ear because he is so proud of outs like you could tell like it's clearly he's like. He's proud of these two people, outsiders, drinking this drink with him and holding their own. I go to you, and I give you my my alchemist kit, and I go, don't let me have this. <laughs> I go He's to you, drunk. No, but I tell them, put it away. I'm yeah. like, don't let me have this. Put I, it away. I won't put it in my pack. Yeah, so you have his. You don't have your alchemist kit. You have his yes, alchemist kit. Yes, he has it. Yeah, because I go, I go. The last time I was a little intoxicated, um, there's no more village. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> let's just say, uh, where I lived, I could have ate my room. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Don't ask me how I did you, that. You see how it said lived past tense, so it's not there anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, because I, no yeah, exactly. I, I ate it, and I must have been drunk because I woke up, and I felt like I wanted He got super munchies. Uh. So, uh, cheers. So, and You whoop, down it? And I try to down it. Give me a con save. Okay. Seven plus. Seven plus. Four. Four. You're starting to feel tipsy. <clears throat> right? Um. So you're starting to feel tipsy. Few minutes go by, the food finally comes. Right, you have your mixed vegetables with the lemon butter. She drops it in front of you. Right, three more. You're ordering three more drinks. Yeah, three more. You see, she looks at Rimnir and she go. He goes, "Well, you heard the man. (laughs) Three more for him. Three more for me. Oh no! Three more for my friend right here. Make now one." No, and no, she goes, no. She, she mm-hmm. goes, sure, three more. She looks at you and winks at you like, yeah, I'll give you only just one more. <laughs> so she drops off Hrimnir's food, which is just, it looks like in, like the poo-poo platter, essentially. It has, like, everything. <laughs> you have, like, kibasa there. You have, like, ribs. You have, like, some steak, some fish. Uh, heaping of potatoes, right? Uh-huh. And so 
he, you see, he just starts like he takes like he doesn't even bother with the fork and the utensils <laughs> which are supplied to you, right? Uh-huh. He just grabs a claw and just of food and just shoves it in his gullet and just starts chewing it very sloppily. Like food starts coming out of his mouth open. He goes, "You guys are a lot of fun." <laughs> and he just starts chewing his food like that. I go, "Hey, you're pretty cool." And I go on my sleeve mm-hmm. instead of using the fork and knife. And I take my dagger that doesn't have blood on it, and I go. <laughs> and blood on it. <laughs> and you just bite into the, what is it, the steak? Uh-huh. So you just bite into the steak, right? And it's like, so you see a little blood start dribbling, like from the steak itself, because it was medium rare, yeah, right? Medium. It starts dribbling on the side of your mouth. Um, mm-hmm. you ha- you're going to try your food? Yeah, I'm going to try my food. Okay, so you have your food the normal way? I yeah. assume, because you're like the most sober one here, right? And also, and before I get yeah, two intelligence, okay, I slide her two coins. So you slide two coins. Two gold coins. Two gold coins. So she takes it, she smiles at you, and bows her head, and she pockets it where she pockets uh, pocketed the coin purse. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever's in that secret, that not secret sauce, but the village special, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually really good. Um, have you ever guys had Creole butter before? Yep. It tastes like Creole butter. Hell yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it tastes like Creole butter. Um, but yeah, so it, it tastes amazing, right? Um, and it's cooked perfectly, medium rare. There's nothing in your food. No, like, whatever concerns you had about maybe, like you said, like poison or something, mm-hmm. they didn't do. So um, he goes and he, he takes both his drinks. He drops both of them. And not even caring that he's going to spill some of it, he just downs two of them at once. Okay, so Constitution cool. with disadvantage. Do, do I have three 14. with me? You have three with you. And he has one? He has just one. Yeah, okay. I, I take my one. Hrimnir is, Hrimnir is, he's at this point where he just has his face like this on the bar, like his head, his head is in his hand like this, and that's what's keeping it up, because if it, if it was just his, he, he wouldn't be able to keep it up by himself without his hand being there. Mm-hmm. Do, do you see, do, do, do you see that he gave, that's me. On my drink. He gave on your drink? me. Yeah. You're fine. You actually start to sober a little. He mm-hmm. gave me his extra drink. Look, I got. He only got one. I got three. I had one already. Who are you saying that to? Krimnir? Yep. Krimnir is mm. so far gone at this point. Mm. He's not saying anything. He just looks at you. Just... You want a nut? Huh? You want to take a nut? You see, he reaches. He tries. Are you going to try to stop him from reaching for his drink? Or are you going to. Uh. I'm a problem with him. I'm Okay, so he takes the last drink and he drops it in. I'm gonna do a. Uh, but I uh, don't know. You have more than most. Why don't you let me catch up? Give him and a persuasion roll with disadvantage because he's drunk. That's a 10. That's a 10? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it doesn't get through to him. He's so far gone that to him, the words you're saying, like he hears what you're saying, but he has, he basically gets like amnesia at that moment where like he doesn't remember anything. He, he'll nod his head like that mm-hmm. and then he tries to down it, but I have to actually do a armor check roll now. He, he gets the drink down. Uh, disadvantage actually. Hold on. No, okay, so he doesn't get the drink down. He gets some of the drink down, but he misses almost like three quarters of it. And it spills all over on him, and the shot glass like smacks him in the face too. And then he puts it down. The shot glass falls. It doesn't break though. And he's just like teetering back and forth, he, back he, and forth. I give him the half hug that you give. Right. And I give him the nod to the barmaid that works in the room. Okay. And she she winds up coming oh, over to you. And she, no more drinking. 
You can. You still have your three. Exactly. I have my three. Yeah. He has none left. You got me tipsy, so now. He, okay. He gotta keep, so gotta keep she looks drinking. at you. She goes. I'll I'll take care of him. And so here we go. She winds up Whoop. saying, "What?" She winds up screaming, "Last call!" <gasps> three, right. Three more. <laughs> she she nods at you. She she acknowledges you, and you see everyone just starts getting up, and they actually start peacefully vacating. She grabs Hrimnir, and she's surprisingly strong, right? Yeah. And she actually starts effortlessly taking him to whichever room he'll be staying in. Well, you see me know to ask any help, and then I don't sure I have no problem. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah, she I goes, thank you. No and, and she was very polite about it, right? Mm-hmm. There's no, again, no disdain. And she just takes him upstairs. Are you getting down your drinks? Okay. One at a time, two, like he was trying to do. One at a time. One at a time. Give me a roll. Oh. This is drink number three, right? Yeah. In total? Uh, 11. <clears throat> um, con save, con save. Yeah, 11. Oh, 11? Okay. Um, so, you're definitely willing to tipsy. You're borderline getting to drunk. So, you can, you'll have one more drink without disadvantage, but every other drink after your next drink will have disadvantage on your con save. That good. Okay. Say, let's go. Number two. <laughs> one natural one natural one <laughs> you're blitzed you reached Hrimnir's state and you haven't even had as much as he had he's had twice as much as you've had more so maybe more. does he have that last drink this is what I'm gonna do I go like this and I go I think I'm drunk but unknowingly I used the magic on me okay so I go like this, and then I hear myself. Wait, do you still have you? Did you have a spell slot still? One left. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and then I go. Yeah, who said that? <laughs> so you casted your own spell on yourself. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think I need a drink. Let's go. Okay, disadvantage. <laughs> you have to carry most days. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Surprisingly, you're fine. That, that 16 with disadvantage? That's crazy. Yeah. I got 17 first roll and it's then 16? 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, surprisingly, you're fine with that third drink. Um, You see, she hasn't come down yet, right? They but there's be. no one behind the bar. They won't be coming down. Come on. Time to go, Matt. There's no one behind the bar. Come on, Matt. You know what? Your your, your room did, has I, a, your I, key I, has the number on yeah. it. I, I didn't finish my but. Potatoes and, and vegetables. No, no, it's not. Like you ate half of your steak just by ripping yeah, it off like yeah, that. Yeah, you I still have your steak sp- on the dagger. Don't finish it. <laughs> this no. is great. I want to take it upstairs. I want so potatoes. I and I go like this. Boom. And I put <laughs> head my right head into the potatoes. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually eating them? Yeah. <laughs> I wrap him in the plate. Yeah. And I move with him. Okay, so give me an athletics roll just to see how long uh, this takes. Oh, nice. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So it takes it takes a few minutes, but um. It takes a few minutes, but you guys get to your room. You unlock the door, and you see that there are two queen size beds. So you have big beds and this room's nice actually so he he must have negotiated a good room for you mm. 
right? Um, and the room does have a deadbolt lock to it, too. So not just that. Okay, so you put on the deadbolt lock, you lock the regular lock, right? And you do have a window that faces out into a back alley, right? Um, and the room has an armoire in it, a dresser, uh, two stands, and the stands have two oil lanterns um, that you could use to light up the room if you'd like. So. It's almost gone, my steak. Yeah. Yeah. I want to save it for later. <laughs> and, I, and I put the dagger in the wall with the steak on it. I'm going to save it for later. Give me <laughs> give me an attack roll. <laughs> yeah, disadvantage. You're drunk. Thank you for reminding me. All right, so 17 total. Wow, <laughs> damn. Even for a drunk, he's pretty dexterous. Well, the first one was a 13 plus 4. And right. the second one was a 14 plus 4. Okay. So, so you stab the wall, and it, it holds up the stake, whatever's left of it. It's like pretty much like the, the corner bit, right, which has a little mm -hmm. fat on it. And also you just hear like, shut the fuck up in there. And then like it, does, it sounds like it's coming from another patron. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to shake my head and help the man in your bed. I love okay. you, steak. You see, he casts like a little like it. it's yeah. not. It's like it would be like equivalent to a cantrip. He makes like a little magic, like arcane shape of a heart around the stake, and it just like flies. Like um, remember Lord of the Rings when um, uh, Gandalf is blowing smoke yeah, yeah, and everything? It's that. like that basically, and it's a heart that flies around the stake, and it just like dispersed <laughs> into smoke. In two hundred years, no words. <laughs> <laughs> I lie down. I go. I want my potatoes and vegetables. <laughs> okay, he's gonna try to knock you out. Um, give me a attack, an arm, an arm strike with advantage. Thirteen. Uh, for the sake of this, yeah. what's your armor class? Normally. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> so I didn't even have to reduce it. So yeah, you just whap right along the side of his face, just knock him out completely. He's just he goes limp. You catch him, and you put him on his side on the bed. Okay, and what do you do? Retreat I for the night? Or? So you go to meditative state? Mm -hmm. And so, as the night concludes, <laughs> two very drunk party members <laughs> probably will be hung over in the morning. Oh, yeah. um, that's where we'll end things tonight, and we'll pick it up next time. Uh, so, until next time, guys, that has been the first episode of Eternal Champions. I'm your host and DM, Michael Trevacchino. Joining me today, Ernie. playing Mirathol is is me Ernie. Thank you guys for having me. And playing Astraos. It's Damien. What's going on, guys? All right, guys. Until next time, stay golden. <laughs>